This is the Aaron Sheik. You listen to the Mayhem Show. Iran, number one. Russia, number one. USA, ah, top. WrestlingMayhemShow.com. It's the best day of the week. Today is the day that you have chosen to listen to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. It's DJ Lunchbox putting it the fuck down. Let's fucking do this. Monday night, you know it must be raw. Leaders being a whore and not wearing a bra. Seen his damn belt still spinning around his waist. I can ship at a rhymes of what comes out of his face. Tuesday night, and it's EC Dub. Michael Q. Knoxville joined the club. If you take the shit, scream out, boo boo. This ain't EC Dub, and we can tell that too. Wednesday night, ROH on DVD, the best wrestling on the planet to the nth degree. Joe Damon's delirious, Daniel Sin and Kimikaze, Homicide, the Rob Wilder, and Kansas Kobashi. Thursday night, TNA on Spike. Bruce is broken, so that means I'm drinking blood tonight. Shut up and show me the damn next division and get SoCal balance in my line of vision. Friday night, SmackDown, this is all life. Kicking back, watching wrestling every night. Kenny, Boogeyman, Helms, Hardy, Guerrero, London, Kendrick, and Steel and Show. RWF Sion and the weekly features. You're a student, we are the teachers. Shout out to Jewish crew and to the D's. Putting it down for a bit with the grace of ease. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Like a blast to your chest. Like a blast to your chest. Yeah, rest. This is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. There may have been a microphone on during that. We don't know. What's up? That's how we roll down here. Fuck yes. In the Mayhem Studio. Yes, the finest studios ever. Well, I wouldn't go that far. The baddest motherfucking studios the ever. The most adequate studios we could afford Correcto. All true statements. And let's start picking out over there. Hold on. Hold on. Live. Live, live stuff going on right now, and we're fixing, and we're adjusting, and we're adjusting to the live situation. Yes, sir. Yes. Because we're yes, awesome. Yes, sir. You're still up to. All right. All right. This is going to be a great show, despite my preconceptions. <laughs> preconceptions? Uh, <laughs> tonight we have plenty of fan mail and... Uh, and, and voicemails, holy shit. Yes, sir. We'll get to those first. And then we're going to be joined, we're scheduled to be joined about 8.30 or so by the passion John Thorne from up there in AIW, Absolute Intense Wrestling. Fuck yes. And he's going to tell us exactly how intense it is, absolutely. And uh, we'll, we'll get into that here in a little bit. Fuck yes. So I'm curious, I want to see what's going on in Cleveland scene. We, we, we talked about Shima, we talked to Shima Zion last week. Uh, and he's got some stuff going on with uh, Psychosexual Panic, which is still the best team name ever. It is. That's a fact. That is definitely a fact. That's a fact, my friend. You can take that shit to the bank. Yes. To the Psychosexual Bank. Except mine just closed and turned into a different bank. So we're going to have to figure that part out. Oh, no. Um, but as I said, we got plenty of voicemails here, mm-hmm. including that excellent thank you very much to Mad Mike. He was up Fuck there at yeah. the Big Apple Con. He called in the Google Voice Line, the Mayhem Hotline, 412-206-WMS0, if that's the number right off the top of my head. It's over there at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, of course. Fuck yeah. And he called in and had, and had the Iron Sheik do that for us. Thank you very much. That is the real Iron Sheik. He has pictures. Yeah, um, no fucking around. Iron not, Sheik on the Mayhem Show. That's right. Iron Sheik is, whether he knows it or not, has been on the Mayhem Show. I don't which, think he knows he's been anywhere. I think, yeah, I think that's kind of 
par for the course right there. Uh, but first off, we're going to get some voicemail. And uh, the first one here, mm. this is the one I'm thinking it is. This is, uh, this is a little bit of a rant. Oh, no, 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 no. This is, oh, this is the guy that liked... Uh, you'll see. He, he's, he's a big fan of video games. All right. We like that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fans and friends across the planet, it's the one, the only, the rock and roll outlaw. My internet's broken, so I'm not going to be able to send an email to the show tonight. But I just wanted to call and leave a message and uh, tell everybody that if you haven't picked up SmackDown vs. Raw 2010 yet, you owe it to yourself, too, because it's amazing. <laughs> and uh, also, you should pick up the uh, 10-year SmackDown DVD anniversary, which is also amazing, but not as amazing as SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. Uh, that's it. So until next week, I am the Rock and Roll Outlaw, and you need to do yourself justice and buy SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. Do myself justice. Uh, yeah, he's been assaulting me with, like, dude, check out SmackDown. Dude, check out SmackDown DVD on Facebook, like, all week. But uh, I don't think I'll get the chance to. You know, I, I I don't know if I talked about this ever in the show. I bought the Raw 10th Anniversary CD or DVD, mm-hmm. and... Uh, and, uh, you know, got the one from Walmart with the extra disc with the first episode of Raw and all that fun stuff. Oh, yeah. And it got lost. I think I may have ended up throwing it out in the trash with something. I don't know. Actually, you bought you bought two copies of that. Did I? Because you bought a copy for yourself, and then there was an additional copy that was for The Last Mayhem Christmas. No, actually, that was the 10th anniversary. I bought the 15th. The last ah, one I, I got you. I got you. So. You're right. Correct, though. Yes. Yeah, the tenth was one I found and, and to give out to you guys. Okay, I so, can dig it. So that is our first voicemail. Thank yes, you sir. Very much. Okay. Yes, sir. I think the next is a ranty one that I was thinking about. Okay. Uh, yeah, we we we're still working on on a proper way to do this. Really, we just need more RAM. Hmm. Uh, so if anybody has extra RAM laying around, please uh, send it. Uh, uh, send an email Good times. To at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. And we we will appreciate the use of your RAM. We want your RAMs. We want your RAM sticks. We want your RAM sticks. We definitely could use no dipping sauce needed. No dipping sauce needed. No, no, of course not. Only RAM sticks. Definitely RAM sticks. Delicious milk uh, steak. Yes. Uh, so here here's it. Uh, actually, I don't know. If, I think this is the one that didn't work. <laughs> hey hey hey! It's everybody's. Least favorite indie message board poster, TTT. And, you know, it's funny that I'm saying this on the eve of me going to my first AIW show in ten months. Hey. Hmm? But, uh, you know, I've been noticing, like, the hate, like, just everywhere. And now it's, you know, WWE is the target. And it's like, you know, I just don't get it. I mean, I was watching, uh superstars and smackdown today on hulu and hey dj skittles man what are you talking about bro what are you what are you saying hulu doesn't get smackdown up the up fast enough and the, it was up on sun all right let's stop right there let's really you know, he goes on to say that it comes up on sunday mm-hmm. now sometimes it doesn't come up till tuesday that Correct. doesn't help me when i want to watch the show so i can talk about it here on tuesday night and 
And it comes up Sunday. It comes up the next day. It, 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 there's no regular schedule for this. Mm-hmm. Last week's ECW came up on mo- the next Monday one time. They don't say when it's coming out. I know House is going to be a week and a day after it airs on television. Exactly right. I know that Heroes is on by 7 in the morning the next day. Yeah, same with Family what, Guy. What? Same with Family Guy, same with all the rest. Why is WWE... Not abiding by this. Why is the what is wrong with WWE's schedule and getting these things out there? We I, we already know that they edit the damn things. So, mm-hmm. but but that doesn't make sense because it's already a pre-taped show by four days. Plus, they've shown that they can edit an entire show in two seconds. Yeah, pretty much. Oh wait, wait, wait! Before you before you think, I also want to say yes. There has been a lot of hatred thrown around lately, but eventually we're going to start talking about Monday Night Raw, and I have some praise for Monday Night Raw. That may surprise you. That probably does. It I may... mean, it's all about the Snoop Double Jizzle, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, Snoop Dogg. No, I mean, I mean the specific praise. It may surprise <laughs> you. Whom I am praising, anyway. All right, all right, all right. Here, we'll we'll get back to this. We're about halfway through. Okay. Hey, it was up on like Sunday evening at like eight o'clock, and the show airs Fridays at. 8- yeah, also sucks. Sunday evening at 8 <laughs> o'clock, that's also when there's a pay-per-view I'm watching because of it. Exactly right. I mean, that's not fast enough for you? No. No. Put it down. I mean, they can't put it up like right after the show airs. I mean, they yeah, won't be able to watch it on network television. But, uh, you know, I just don't get to say because it's like, the crowds are the loudest I, there are right now. You know, Pete, one of the things that people say is, oh, I'm sick of four-minute matches that don't tell stories, and it's like, where is that at? Hell, I was at the taping last month for SmackDown and ECW, and there was one four-minute squash match. You know, meanwhile, you know, it seems like every time I turn around, you're getting good matches with guys like CM Punk and John Morrison, and, you know, I mean, even Batista's been having good matches lately. You know, and I know this may not be the popular thing to say, but damn it, I'm a fan of Matt Hardy! <laughs> and that's how he ends it. And I, 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 is it an unpopular thing to say right now? Because I'm, I'm a fan of Matt Hardy. I'm a fan of Matt Hardy. I, I mean, he came out, I, I think I was watching Sunday Live uh, uh, Smackdown, and, 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 you know, you can ask a wife of the show. I was throwing around. I was trying to remember what the V1 sign was. I forget it was this or this, but then I checked his hands, and I was doing the same thing, so I was all right. But, you know, nobody's really down on Matt Hardy. I think everybody mm-hmm. kind of wishes he got a got more of a push. I was of, just thinking that last night. I was like, hey, you remember when Matt Hardy was getting a push? When he got his Keyblade tights? Yeah, his Keyblade tights. He had those Sunday. I was oh, yeah? Like, I was like, what? Since when did he have a Keyblade on his tights? Kinda, <laughs> it's kind of weird. So uh, I do believe that concludes the rest of the voicemail, unless I uh, unless I dig one up here. Uh, so let's roll over to the fan mail. Do you have any handy over there? Yes, sir, I do. You're you're, you're blackberrying it tonight, aren't you? Uh, yes. Did you see my post today on Sorgatron.com? I don't believe I did. I've been in a car it's, all day. Oh, there's been some fun stuff coming up in cell phones, and I was kind of oh yeah, on. The, yeah, the fucking Android uh, cell phone and shit. Wars yeah, brar. I believe was the title. I believe you're correct. That's how creative we get around here. Uh, if you, you want to do the first? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get, get it up. Here. Let me bring it up here. Oh, he's, he's still working it. He's at, uh, he's at Blackberry speed, so uh, I was give, sending, him, give him a second. I was sending a tweet. It's okay. okay. He's mid-tweet. 
maybe can't multitask as well as he thinks he can. Tweet is, tweet is done. You okay, know, we're all good right, to go, we're yeah? moving on. We're moving Welcome. on, we're okay. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome once again to the Wrestle Fan Mail. Wrestle Fan Mail. Sorry if my fan mails are seeming short because school has really been on me, but here are some of my thoughts in the world of wrestling. Raw was good, and Snoop Dogg was a pretty good guest host, but tell me, how can you make marijuana references on what is meant to be a PG show? But they didn't! They didn't. But they didn't! Those were candles. Those candles, obviously! Although it's my experience that everything is a marijuana reference. Even candles means cigarettes. Also true. Yes. Also true. And we still can't have blood in a Hell in a Cell match? Come on. Also, Vicky got so much heel heat when she came out, and I must say, blue is not her color. It makes her look... I'll... Oh. I love that she's still got so much heat. I agree. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Vicky, Vicky I, I don't know if uh, Vicky's a great accidental heel or or what, but she, and you know she loves it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm glad that she's found like a, a secondary career for herself like that. I agree. So. Uh, and what the hell is this I see that Mickey James isn't even representing SmackDown in the Divas Tag Match? Come on, how far have we forgotten? <laughs> Isn't she injured or something? I don't, uh, I don't think she's injured. The stuff I read, I think we might have some something a little later in the in the show notes. Um, uh, she's uh, apparently not. She's apparently supposedly in the doghouse because because of her uh, matches, sloppy matches lately, which we've all been kind of complaining about. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that we've she's, been complaining about Rosa Mendez. Well, that too. Uh, but no, Mickey's been the one that's on top there, and she's been. You know, there's been some consistently bad stuff going on on Raw. Uh, also, apparently her weight is a factor. I've been noticing she's getting a little tummy, but I didn't think it was any problem. I didn't think it was a problem either. I think it's a cute little tummy. I she's got a stick, kind of sticky out of there, you know, I'm, but I'm that's a fan. Right. I'm a fan. I want to rub the tummy. I got to be honest. I want to rub the tummy, like but Buddha. probably not as much as WrestleFan. Like a sexy Buddha. Well, mm, sexy Buddha. Well, you'd think that, but here we are. I'll tell you how far. Far enough to drop her on my list of top female... And replace her with the Scream Queen herself, Daphne. There is yeah. nothing she can do wrong. Except, what, she broke her arm, didn't she? She broke her arm. <laughs> but that <laughs> was after being table. thrown through a table, or through the uh, barbed wire tables off of, like, the top row. I can respect that. Yeah, uh, that, we'll get into that later. <laughs> TNA actually had a pretty good bound for glory by their usual standards, but my promise still stands that if Hulk Hogan comes to TNA, it's all over. Also... The new WrestleFan blog is in the works, as I am still brainstorming ideas for posts and such. WrestleFan, out! Nice. And that's that. Thank you, WrestleFan. Thank you. Um, moving on, Sean Burkhead, the Sean Shoundoff. Yes, Sean sir. Sean Shoundoff. Sean Shoundoff Sean Sean for 102009. <laughs> A few of Sean's... The view, oh, here we go again. The view of Sean Soundoff do not reflect... Those of the one and only Wrestling Mayhem show, nor the show's hosts, and so on. Fair enough. Uh, I thought I would. Uh, I thought I would a moment of silence for the passing of Captain Lou. He was one of the greatest pro wrestling managers in history. Uh, he worked with the likes of the British Bulldogs and the Wild Samoans. Or as this says, Wild Samoans. Incorrect. Hmm. Incorrect. What? They were the Samoans. Yes. Excuse me. Uh, the sport of res- pro wrestling has lost one of its true greats. Super Impact was a disappointment. I actually did not watch this myself. Uh, AJ and Angle had a great 20-minute match, but it couldn't save the show from being a letdown. TNA, do I really need a 30-minute pro of your pay-per-view three days before the event? Actually, yes, uh, UFC does it all the time. Um, 
They do more than 30 minutes. They do more than 30 minutes, yes. That's all they are, are, are promos for their pay-per-views mm-hmm. that they run consistently on Spike last I know. Um, was it me or did Bound for Glory 2009 didn't live up to its building? Uh, normally opening the show with the X Division is a good move, but that was the worst Ultimate X match I have seen. That was a sick fall that Daniels and Suicide took during that match. I thought he was dead, personally. Uh, they sh- uh, actually... Uh, Update on that, Daniels, uh, and we'll mention later, I think, uh, is he uh, came away with that just bruised neck. That's it. Hmm. Like bruised spine or something. Hmm. So he's very lucky and very fortunate. Absolutely. And that was a big holy shit moment of the night. And they scared me when they were up on the scaffolding like that, doing the uh, Elevation X bullshit. Hmm. That's, man, <laughs> that that that's little, it's like scaffolding matches, you know? Mm-hmm. Just when you're starting to worry more about the performer, you know, it just, yeah. And where was I? They should have put the knockouts tag title match on the free preview while watching that part of the show. I thought the wrestling mayhem show could hire Lacey and charge people $5 for a chance to kiss her. Good call. Just an idea. We're, we're down with this. We're okay with this idea. I'm for that. But, uh, unfortunately we hear she has a poor work ethic and attitude. And so we would not, uh, of course we would. Wait, wait, really? Of course we would. I don't give a fuck what kind of work ethic she has. You know how much money we'd bring in? Come kiss Lacey on the Wrestling Mayhem show. Lacey, if you're out there, send us an email at at WrestlingMayhemShow.com and we will get you a job, girl. That's right. A horrorist job, but a job. The last part of the show was, hey, you know, if this doesn't work out like our WWE stuff has, uh... Mm could be a better possibility than you think. Mm-hmm. Last part of the show was better. I I truly enjoyed the Monsters Ball, but the taser needs to be tossed in the trash can. Kurt versus Morgan and AJ versus Sting. I have to say I was wrong about Lashley and Joe Match. It wasn't bad. Finally, the star of the night was Daphne for going through the barbed wire cover board. Yeah. The Monsters Ball I thought was good, and uh, I thought the other matches were pretty decent too. So... I know WrestleFan is going to hate this, but Sting actually wrestled a pretty good damn match. I inserted that it's swear word in there, apparently. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling he is staying He is staying till May's pay-per-view. Two questions this week for you guys. Uh, this week. One, Kurt Angle versus Sting in a career versus career match. This is how I would end Sting's time in TNA. Yeah. Uh, two, was AJ versus Angle better than AJ versus Sting at Bound for Glory? Uh, first, question one. What, what, what do you think about Kurt versus Sting in a uh, career versus for career, career match? Well, my hatred of Kurt Angle is well documented. and um, But I have to say, I think uh, as far as the retiring of Sting, I think they should treat it like... Uh, they should treat it like the Undertaker's WrestleMania streak. You know, Give it to somebody who really needs it. True, true. You know, that's my thought on that. But also, uh, I mean, then you have with people that would have a good match, you know, maybe. Um, I'm just going to fix the audio for our live listeners here. That's all right. Uh, What do you think, sir? uh, I think the WrestleFan is pissed. No, I think it would be a good send-off. It would be a logical send-off. Unfortunately, it it wouldn't be surprising. They uh, uh, they could give it to uh, a certain newcomer to TNA. Yeah. Certain 
British newcomer to TNA. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, what about AJ versus Angle being better than AJ versus Sting? Uh, I bet you it probably was, but we didn't see it. Yeah, did not see it. No. Sorry, no. bro. Uh, until next week, Sean has left the building. See. And finally, we have a top ten list from Mad Mike. Yes, sir. Help me out with this. Top ten things Mad Mike learned at Big Apple Con. Number ten. Ding. Super Mario Brothers. We... Is, oh, that's that's not a new sense. Super Mario Brothers. We is going to take up a lot of my free time this winter. Number nine. Who are you going to call? Ernie Hudson still wears his Ghostbuster outfit. Yes, he was at the Steel City Con here recently. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or maybe it was just a Pittsburgh Comic Con. I can't remember. Steel City Con. Steel City. Yeah. And they, I remember getting the email. is like, yes, we've talked Ernie Hudson into wearing the Ghostbusters uniform. <laughs> and he just got killed off of Heroes this week, too. What the fuck? Uh, number eight. Roar. I saw a man I'm sorry, in a I'm giant. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at that. <laughs> saw a man in a giant Chewbacca outfit, fur and all, standing next to Peter Mayhew, and it blew my mind a tiny bit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't see the uh, Chewbacca last time we, we saw. I him. saw a bunch of Chewbaccas and yeah. Peter Mayhew. He's fucking huge. He's a tall He's dude. He's well over twelve feet tall. Kind of creepy. Yes. Kind of creeped me yes. out a little bit. I have to be honest. Yes. Number seven. <laughs> Virgil looked very, very lonely. Once Ted DiBiase left. Oh, they were actually together. Wow. That's... Get it? Get it? Ted DiBiase. Million dollar money. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, I got you. All right. Cool. I'm with you. Right, Number second. six. Number six. William Shatner and Adam West charged too, way too much for their picture and autograph. A lot of them do. The 20 bucks, I, I, I presume more for those two. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and I agree. Tasers don't explode. That was bullshit. Um... <laughs> Number five. Number five miles an hour. Number five miles an hour. The DeLoreans were not built for people my size, but the Batmobile was. Nice. Number four. It's a me. Number four. I was like, <laughs> I saw a young set of siblings dressed as Mario, Luigi, and Princess. It was adorable. Number three. I am still mesmerized by busty women in corsets. Number two. He's lucky I didn't put a pen through his thorax. If I win the lottery, I am spending most of it at a comic book convention. And number one. Fuck. 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 Iron Sheik is really, really awesome. All right. That was awesome. That was good. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. We need to do that more often. Yes. Um. Well, that appears to conclude our fan mail for this week. I believe you're correct, sir. And uh, I have to figure out why I have three emails from Hutch otherwise, but I don't think they have anything to do with the show. Huh. Hutch at birdseyeview.com. Go check him out. Yes. Um, we need to have a plug session at the end because there's a lot of people that had. Actually, I, I was recording promos for them, too. So. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, I guess we're going to be headed into our first musical break, and we're going to set up for our guest here. Yes, sir. Uh, of course, uh, John Thorne from uh, the Passion, John Thorne from uh, AAW Absolute Intense Wrestling will be mm-hmm. joining us shortly. Uh, what are we listening to? Lunchbox of the music, sir. Yes, we. It's me. If, if if there's something we like here on the Mayhem Show, it's a little bit of hip hop. We like our oh, so oh. we boobs. We like boobs, violence, and hip hop. That's what we're about here on the Wrestling Mayhem Show. All and true. 
I found you guys a doozy. Well, mainly on the hip-hop, not so much the violent boobs. It is by a band by the name of Foreign Legion, off the band Kidnapper, Kidnapper Van, Beats to Rock While Bike Stealing, off of Insidious Urban Records, Incorporated. The name of the song is Full-Time B-Boy, from the aforementioned Foreign Legion. You, my dear and lucky friends, are listening to the one and only A Wrestling Mayhem Show. When you grow up, yo, self employed, full time B boy, making noise. What you gonna be when you grow up? I'm blowing up, full time MC making G's. But what you gonna be when you grow up? Self employed, full time B boy, making noise. I'm like the last of the Mohicans. Hip hop is on the brink of extinction. I'm thinking I had to speak back in the day. It's sinking like a stone microphone going into this bottomless pit of fake idols. Simple Simon rhymes over army breaks, soul singers. 
wanna be your target underneath the pop section I want the support for making music from the heart Go back to a time when making rhyme wasn't all I know I represent more than just a handful Tired of Lucci rhymes over uninspired samples I challenge shows the cards, I challenge shows the cards It makes me want to erase and start over But yo, what you gonna be when you grow up? Self-employed, full-time, b-boy, making noise Yo, what you wanna be when you grow up? Blowing up, full-time MC, making G's But what you gonna be when you grow up? Uh, self-employed, full-time, b-boy, making noise What you gonna be when you grow up? I'm blowing up, a full-time MC, making G's In the boat. Oh, put your head. I dive in. What she? You know what she could? Whatever she wants, man. Okay. Whatever. She can. She can ask me to fuck her with a burrito, and I will go to DC airport and buy the burrito. The burrito that's as big as my arm. All right, and I will fuck her with it because she asked. Wow. Oh wow. There will be rice. Oh, whoa. There whoa. will be rice in the vagina. In- Salty. Vagina um, rice. And I. This is the IWC World Heavyweight Champion. International superstar, Mexican celebrity, and Filipino supermodel, Shima Casanova Zion. And you're watching The Wrestling Mayhem Show. The men of The Wrestling Mayhem Show. No, you didn't do that, did you? At WrestlingMayhemShow.com. What's up, guys? This is Sorg. It's The Wrestling Mayhem Show 192nd segment here. Hope you enjoyed that music. Uh, we are. On the line right now, we have the Passion John Thorne representing AIW Absolute Intense Wrestling at AIWrestling.com. How are you doing tonight? Good. How are you guys doing? All right. All right. You know, fantastic. It's been a good night. Been a good night. Yes. Uh, so, uh, first of all, uh, tell us, uh, you know, what, what are you doing up there in AIW? Uh, tell, tell us who John Thorne is and, uh, and uh, what, what, what you're doing with AIW up there. Uh, well, do you want John Thorne the wrestler? Or you want John Thorne the wrestling promoter? I mean, I do, I do a little bit of both. Uh, the pro- uh, the promoter. I want. I mean, I want let, let's let's hear about that? a little bit of behind the scenes AIW. I, you know, let's let's get to know it. Uh, you know, what how what's your experience promoting? Have you been doing this for a while? Um, I actually promoted my first uh, pro wrestling show when I was 15 years old uh, in 1999, and I kind of have been uh, promoting ever since. Uh, working with other organizations. Uh, started the AIW in 2005, and the uh, first few years were a little bit, uh, they were a little rocky, but uh, we seem to have, uh, we've turned it around, and I think we got a good thing going on right now. Excellent, excellent. Uh, now, who's who's John Thorne the wrestler, then? Uh, I, I mean, I just, uh, I do a lot of hardcore stuff, and, uh, you know, I just kind of, do my thing. I've had some good matches with Madman Pondo, Necro Butcher, Drake Younger, stuff like that. But uh, I definitely prefer the promoting side of things rather than the wrestling side. Excellent. I love, I love the business of independent wrestling. Excellent, excellent. Uh, what, what, what other sort of organizations have you worked with in the past? Um, I worked with uh, Cleveland Championship Wrestling, Extreme uh, Futuristic Wrestling, Extreme Independent Wrestling. Uh, just like a lot of local groups that uh, were around Cleveland, uh, 
none of which uh, exist anymore. But uh, yeah, I've done stuff with Cleveland All Pro and stuff like that too. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, uh, AIW has been the most involved I've ever been in, uh, in a pro wrestling company. Uh, one thing I noticed, of course, there's a lot of stuff we keep hearing down here in Cleveland about the Cleveland wrestling scene. Of course, we're down here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, and, and it really seems like it's been picking up in the last couple of years. Of course, there's you, Firestorm, PWO. Uh, I'm sure there's a few others I'm missing. Uh, it, it, it always seems like uh, Cleveland wrestling has more of an edgier feel to it. Uh, can, can, is there a reason for that, or is that just uh, how Cleveland does it? Uh, I mean, I... There's there's a there's a lot of different things going on in Cleveland. I mean, you know, you have you have family friendly shows, and then uh, you know we're kind of trying to uh, you know get away from that because that's what uh, that's what a lot of the shows are around uh, the Cleveland area. That's why we're trying to do something different and appeal to like uh, an older demographic and stuff like that. Uh, I personally like I was a fan of the original ECW, and that's kind of kind of what we're trying to go for we want to be like a more uh, adult oriented product um, I really can't speak for the other organizations in Cleveland like you know I know PWO is family friendly Cleveland Opera is pretty family friendly uh, you know there's also Mega Championship Wrestling which is pretty family friendly as well so uh, I mean as far as like the adult driven uh, you know like 18 to like 35 uh, demographic I think uh, you know we kind of are the only thing around our area that's doing anything like that. And the majority of everything else is pretty family-friendly for the most part. Excellent, excellent. Now, um... And, uh, and, and you're attracting a lot of uh, really good talent. I know we're familiar with uh, down here in Pencil, uh, in Pittsburgh, of course, Jimmy DeMarco is a regular on the show. Shima Zion we had on uh, last week. Um... I mean, is, is there anybody up there uh, that, that's, that's coming up that maybe we haven't heard about yet that we should be uh, looking out for? Well, actually, uh, this Friday we're doing something kind of unique. We're doing something called the Absolute Opportunity, where we're bringing in uh, 12 fairly unknown wrestlers, uh, aside from, you know, Marshall Gambino, of course, which you guys are familiar with. And uh, we're, we're just, uh, we're giving 12 brand new guys a shot, and we're, uh, we're letting the fans decide if they like them or if they they don't, we're going to put uh, polls up on our website and stuff like that, and fans get to uh, vote, you know, who they want to come back, who they want to see come back, and uh, who they never want to see again. Um, aside from that, I mean, uh, there's there's all kinds of talent. There's people like uh, Jefferson Saint, uh, Jack Fairville, uh, you know, we have probably close to 30 wrestlers on each show, I mean, a lot of people, uh, they, they think some of our shows go too long, but, I mean, uh, there's, there's a place for just about everyone we book on the card. But, uh, you know, Johnny Gargano's great, Jimmy DeMarco's great, Facade, Shima, uh, you know, there's there's all, all kinds of great talent that uh, we're trying to bring in, and then, you know, we're also trying to discover kind of unknown talent and stuff like that, and that's what we're going for on Friday. Excellent, excellent. Now, one concept I uh, I, I see uh, uh, every once in a while from you guys, you just had it, I think, a couple weeks ago, is the, uh, I think it's called the Girls' Night Out uh, shows? Yeah, we uh, and we started uh, booking Haley Hatred, and we've never really, uh, you know, done anything as far as women's wrestling is concerned. So uh, we decided to do a, uh, a all-girls tournament uh, in 
be really successful. It's, it's our highest selling DVD, so uh, you know we decided to do it again, and we just had one, uh, I think, two weeks ago, and that that was very successful as well. I mean, uh, you know, we, we try to bring in you know the hottest girls. You know, that that's basically what we're going for first and foremost because we're targeting targeting to the eighteen, you know, the thirty five year old males. And then, you know, we bring in, you know, uh, people like Sarah Delray who are well well known, uh, with Ring of Honor and Shimmer and stuff like that. But we're gonna try to do uh two to four all girls shows a year. And uh, surprisingly, you know, there people are pretty receptive to it. You know, I, I personally have never been a fan of women's wrestling, but I mean there's market for it and it seems to be doing well for us and the fans seem to like it. Excellent. Now, now I, I'm going through the card from that show a couple weeks ago and, and I, I've seen I've seen this on a couple couple of cards up there with you guys and, and maybe somewhere else. Uh, please explain to me Super Oprah. Super Oprah is uh, it could be a girl, it could be a guy. Uh, no one really knows. Whatever it is is uh, from the Columbus area. And, uh, it's, it, Super has been, uh, getting attention from, uh, a lot of bigger feds recently, which is good. Uh, it just did Lucha Core and, uh, IW East Coast is trying to do, uh, Oprah versus Pondo and whatnot to Deathmatch. Um, I, Oprah's been with us since 2005. And, uh, I mean, the, the, the crowd never gets enough of it. I mean, it, it's, it's funny. Excellent, and, and 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 we've been following the uh, the saga. We, we we found the Craigslist page for Jimmy DeMarco. Did he find his love in Cleveland that night? Uh, a guy by the name of Maverick. I'm sure you guys are familiar with. Oh, we're uh, familiar with Maverick. Craigslist ad, um, <laughs> and uh, that really didn't turn out too well for uh, for either of them because I don't think that's that's what Jimmy DeMarco was looking for. Uh, and then uh, the two of them ended up getting chairs broken over their heads by Madman Pondo. So Jimmy DeMarco is still in search for a girlfriend. Who okay. we may find this Friday night. You never know. You never know. You never know. Uh, but, but ladies, you know, if you want to email the show, we'll pass it along. Uh, <laughs> good times for us. We, we actually had probably 40 responses from girls from that Craigslist ad. But uh, none of them showed up. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and one gay guy that offered, uh, that he enjoyed, uh, doing things with straight men. Oh. That's awkward. Oh, man. We'll love to field those. Uh, well, this Friday, uh, you have uh, AIW Presents Drag to Hell, uh, down there in Strongsville, Ohio. Uh,. So, 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 of course, we got the main event tag match, Psychosexual Panic, Jimmy DeMarco, it's Chima Zion, uh, and Faith in Nothing, uh, Christian Faith in Vincent Nothing. Uh, what, what, what do you have to expect out of that? What's, what's going on with Psychosexual Panic up there? Psychosexual Panic is taking our crowd by, I mean, uh, you know, uh, you know, they're just, they're, they're on their own mission, you know, they're, I, I guess the only, way, the only thing you can compare them to is kind of like the NWO, but a, a lot more edgier. Um, you know, they're cool heels, I guess. You know, but then again, we just absolutely hate them. Uh, you know, Faith and Nothing is probably one of our most popular tag teams. So uh, I think uh, I 
Friday, it's gonna it's gonna provide for a very interesting atmosphere. As you know, like I said, uh, half the crowd is just they're one hundred percent behind psychosexual panic, and you know the other half's gonna be one hundred percent behind face nothing. So uh, I, I expect that to be a, a very interesting match. Uh, I think I think face nothing is uh, you know they're very they're very underrated as far as you know. Um, I know they, they only did a few things on IBC. I don't know how uh, familiar you guys are with them. But uh, I, I think it's going to be a great match. I mean, Shima's great, Jimmy's great, uh, and Faith and Nothing are, are just an amazing tag team. They're probably the top independent tag team that, that's out there right now. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's going to be a hell of a main event. Awesome, man. And I see that uh, you're taking on, I'm not familiar with Rebus, in a thumbtack, a thumbtack death match. Yeah, uh, not too many people are familiar with Rebus, and uh, I, I don't think anyone expects these. I don't expect anyone to be familiar with Rebus. But uh, basically, uh, Rebus was kind of my lackey uh, for a while, and uh, after I lost my match to Haley Hatred, uh, he, he called. He decided he uh, wanted to call me out, and uh, I don't know if you guys saw the clip on YouTube, but I kicked him as hard as I could possibly in, in the face. And uh, I, I don't know why he decided to challenge me to a uh, thumbtack death match, but uh, that's what we're going to do on Saturday night. We have uh, 20,000 thumbtacks, and uh, we're, we're going to see what happens. Awesome. Uh, sounds like it's going to be a fun night for you. Uh, anything else we need to look forward to for uh, AIW, for people who might be thinking about checking it out? Uh, yeah, Hell uh, on Earth 5 will be uh, November 27th with Badman Pondo. Uh, and we just uh, got confirmed about an hour ago that Davey Richards will be making his AIW debut on November 27th. Nice. Nice. Excellent. So, uh, all right. Uh, well, uh, one last thing. We ask a favor of all of our guests here uh, on the Wrestling Mayhem Show before we let, we let you go. Uh, can we get a liner for the show from you? Yes, sir. All right. Go ahead whenever you're ready. This is the Passing John Thorne, and you're listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Be sure to check out Drag to Hell up there uh, Friday, October 23rd. Uh, more information at AIWrestling.com. Also, also the uh, McCarthy Strongville.com. Uh, uh, go check that out. Check out AIW. A lot of really cool stuff going on up there. And thanks a lot for coming on. Thank you, guys. So again, that was John Thorne, the Passion. Has a date with Thumbtacks this uh, Friday night. And a date with somebody named Rebus. Somebody named Rebus. So. Spectacular. <laughs> well, um, this is our indie minute, technically. And, and like I said, we're trying to reach out a little bit. Of course, John Thorne was great enough, great enough to come on to the show and talk to us about what's going on there. So we've talked to uh, Mr. Joe Dombrowski in the past about uh, what's going on PWO. We're looking, uh, looks like we might be talking to somebody from Firestorm here in the next month. We really want to know what's going on in Cleveland, what's going on in other places. If you guys have some place you think we should be checking out, you know, it doesn't have to be in our area specifically. 
if there's any other uh, uh, feds out there you think that we should be taking a look at some really cool stuff happening, please let us know. Drop that email to Good Times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or the uh, hotline 412-206-WMS0. Am I, am I still getting that right? I hope I'm getting that number right. I hope you're getting it right, too. I think you're right. Yeah, there it, it is. It sounds right. Phones go everywhere, folks. We will fucking interview anybody from anywhere. If you've got a fucking independent fed in Alaska, uh, we are extra interested to interview them and ask yeah. them the question, how is it wrestling seals? I thought you said zeals at first. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And of course, uh, of course, uh, also uh, if you're uh, in that area, IWC Wrestling uh, this weekend will be uh, hosting Newville Knockout Five. This uh, weekend sir. is jam packed, sir. Yes, it is. October twenty fourth at the Big Springs Community Center, Newville, PA. Hacksaw Jim Duggan is not going to be there, but he has been uh, replaced suitably with uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Will be taking on Jimmy Vegas. Uh, of course, we talked to Shima Zion last week. He's going to be facing the Patriots. And uh, Johnny uh, Bananas, Johnny Gargano against Super Hentai for the for the Super Indie Bell, John Bull and Kato, uh, Gory and Facade, Friends of the Show, Iron, mm-hmm. Irish Airborne and Sexual Harassment, and uh, DeMarco and Marshall Gambino against Ray Rowe and Shane Taylor. Go check that out, IWCWrestling.com for ticket information. And uh, keep an eye out for everything going on there in the next couple of months as we lead up to Norm Connors. Leaving the wrestling world. Yes, sir. Norm Connor's final show. Yes. Uh, there is a new promo over there by uh, by Shima Zion calling out his uh, match that he talked about last week with uh, Jimmy DeMarco on the 12th of December. Mm-hmm. So also worth checking out there. Uh, also coming up, as I bring my notes back up, as they died. Um, What you got, sir? If you're in Pittsburgh and can't make out the Newville, uh, nwaeast.org is your place to go. Dead Calm, th- Dead Calm 3. I'm, I'm losing it tonight, man. I, I can't keep it together. My, my mouth is sticky. Enunciate. I need to Dead move my lips calm. a little bit more. Dead Calm 3. Dead Calm 3. three. At the Jacob Wall Pavilion in McKeesport, PA. And SJK. Is going to be there. Sterling James Keenan, we talked to a couple weeks ago. Uh, his, uh, will be uh, 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 challenging for the, the title against uh, Ashton Amherst down there. Wait, really? Yeah. That's awesome. There you go. Uh, SJK's been, I've just, SJK's been popping around in Pittsburgh everywhere lately. It's been crazy. Wait, who's that with again? What's that? Who's that with again? What promotion is that? That's with NWA East, PWX. NWA East, excellent. And, uh, That's awesome. Yeah, some good stuff going on there. Um, also, uh, coming up, let me see if there's any more shows. There's plenty of shows. I was looking through all the calendars. There's a show up, uh... Shootout at the Swamp? Firestorm. Oh, that's next month, actually. Firestorm oh, Pro. Bad. Black Diamond Wrestling at the end of also November. Um, also, this surprised me. Remember CWF? Yes. Remember those guys? Yes, I do. CWFstars.com are having a show up in Port Allegheny, PA. Very nice. 20 minutes from uh, from my in-laws up there in New York. <laughs> Holy crap. I think there might be a visit. Friend of the show, Jason Gorey, is going to be on it. Kato, Kato is the champion. Ding indeed. Ding, Ding indeed. indeed. Ding so that's what we got there going on. Uh, you got any indie news? Anybody else got any indie news? Oh, they're loving Kato in the chat room right now. <laughs> I do. There's a little bit of indie news. I guess this qualifies. Um, well, no. Well, it's more TNA news. We'll save it for that. Okay. TNA news about an indie wrestler. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, there's some stuff going on there. Of course, Ring of Honor is 
Ring of Honor is always doing stuff. And, well, they got TV, so maybe we should take them out of the indie section. That's true. We can move them to the non-indie section. Yes, I just need more chance to actually watch them. Correcto. And uh, stop jumping ahead of our news, guys, in the chat room. We're going to get to that, I swear. We'll get to it. We'll get to that, I swear. You fucking patience. You fucking patience, my friends. That's right. You eat a bowl of patience for breakfast every Tuesday. See where it gets you. Get you far. Gets you to the mayhem show. Delicious bowl of patience. DJ Lunchbox, what yes, is sir. this song? This temporarily lost song to us. Oh, we got it now, though. Well, we scrambled, and we it's there it for rocking in your ears. True, rocking indeed. A little departure from the hip hop that I mentioned earlier. Um, what's my shit orients here? Uh, from the Crown City Rockers, rock, Rockers, Rockers, uh, off the album Mission One, off of Insidious Urban Records Incorporated. Once again, uh, the name of the song is "Rockin' It" from Crown City Rockers Wrestling Mayhem Show. Enjoy. <laughs> of the sun and moon colliding Bye. on the sound of your battle the words fighting styles tougher for real raps that hail upon my reflex and i expect dialect to perplex rejects across the globe twitching your earlobe man i hope that you know that this is the nigga more pleasure freestyles out of a plethora brother i'm better than most making you wiggle and choke off the words i wrote i spoke clear and precise now nigga i'm nice with the wicked lyric device in spite the most rappers bite big willie i'm too damn hype for you to understand adrenaline yellow melanin man millennium stands at the tip of a needle tap the vein and insert for the cerebral my taste creates a place can you imagine we brings the action guaranteed from the beginning got you in a b-boy pose while i'm back spinning grinning at you and your girl fucking your world it's the fabulous mission militia don't stand too close for the rhythm might hit ya while you're drinking clothes and still sporting liquor mike ripper i'll deliver the passion everlasting asking you to shine on rashawn rocks on your sections and beats Expand every out. Come with my beautiful speech. I reach the top of the who rocks to hip hop on point. Equates the traits to create great beautiful joints. Wrapping up songs like my arms crossed over my chest. Why come test? The God spoken, now you've been blessed. Take off your stockings and dress. Quit fronting, use your head. Become a mission missionary. Follow us like Grateful Dead. Towards B-Boy Sonics. Phonics that's superseding. Unintelligent, irrelevant MC writing and reading. Reading frenzy. Superstar gone, Spud McKenzie. I rock mics, never be confused with the hype. Me and sound like dynamic duo. 20 plus. Don't get it confused, you're only facing two of us Marvelous men, rewind and I rock it again Is you out, you in, your life spans of a trend Soul blend like it was meant, like sex, water and food Rhymes cracking like your ears that are high altitude Yo, your rap salute, style, grace, presence and thought It's easy to see, your whole rhythm is bar You're now rocking with the mission and it just don't stop It goes one, two, three, hip hop You're now rocking with the mission and it just don't quit We are the all, the all, the all to me You're now rocking with the mission and it just don't stop It goes one, one I hate you like a spinal infection. Hey, listen up. This is SJK, Sterling James Keenan. You're listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. DJ Lunchbox of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Oh, I'm sorry, champ. I think I ate your chocolate squirrel. At WrestlingMayhemShow.com. We are back. It is the Wrestling Mayhem uh, Show, and... Breaking my shit. I'm breaking my shit. He's breaking his shit right over there. <laughs> so, uh, again, thanks a lot to uh, John Thorne from AI, AI Wrestling, uh, dot com, AIW. 
Um, go check them out. And we'll uh, see what's coming up. What's up, Ashley Hoover, who was in the top 15 this week of right. Manchester Star? Thank you, everybody that voted for her to help her out with that. Everybody, a little round of applause. Come on. Yeah. Actually, maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll cue that up. Maybe we'll uh, listen to a little bit of that here on the show. Good call. Yeah. Fucking good yeah, call. Actually, so. equals ratings. Yes. <laughs> um, so we'll work on that a little bit on the side. Um, also, thanks to everybody in the chat room. I see, of course, her uh, Jolo Jamie, Russell fan. Jolo Jamie. The Mad Mike. And we got about 13 guests. I don't know why they're not named. I, 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 I'm presuming they don't have uh, logins or something going on there. So, so please, please sign up for Ustream so you can see in the chat room so you guys can contribute. Or if you, you know, if you like sitting in the shadows and listening, that's okay. Some people like to watch. Quite all right. We also want to thank all of our listeners around the world who download the podcasts each and every week who are not listening live Tuesday nights. Uh, what's up, guys? Yes, in we don't the think future. We don't think any less of you. That's correct. That's Welcome to time traveling. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, so you understand it? Uh, you wow. Understand Where did that sense sense come from? <laughs> okay. You know what? Uh, your turn to run the show. Go My ahead. turn to run the show. Yeah, yeah. You you had something to say. I did. I did. Well, let's get in a little bit of Monday Night Raw. I may interrupt you if the, I get this video. Up. That's that's fine. We can do that. Um, uh, Monday Night Raw this past week, hosted by the one and only Snoop Dio Double Jizzle, and um, <laughs> I gotta say, that fucking, I know it was great Raw, I enjoyed it, top to bottom, I mean, of course some of the humor was a little cheesy, but you know what, if you're watching Raw nowadays, and uh, you're still shocked by cheesy humor, you should go fuck yourself, because that means you have never watched Raw before, I mean, seriously, it's just expected for shit to happen to Hornswoggle, he's gonna bite someone in the ass, he's gonna run around with a wig, he's Hornswoggle. It's it, wrestling has a long-standing relationship with midgets. Okay, if there's a midget, they're gonna use it. I was just watching fucking lipstick and dynamite, fucking women's wrestling from like the 40s and shit. They had a they had a midget, and to be honest with you, fabulous Mula kept her as a pet. That's <laughs> it, true. It, she That's did. That's a fact. That's it was a a fact. fucking awkward to see that shit, but she fucking kept her as a pet. She was like, "Say your name, not tell them where you're from." I like to, and she was like, I like to dress her like me. If I go buy a shirt, I buy her the same shirt, but small. Really kind of creepy. I mean, really, but awesome. Really majorly creepy, Yeah, actually. but Fabulous Mula's living a dream. Who doesn't want a tiny version of themselves? Well, well, she's not exactly living anymore, so. That's true. She was living the dream. Respect. Rest in peace. What do you got there, sir? I, it's not, no, no, no. Never mind. Um, loading. It's buffering. But yeah, midgets, <laughs> midgets and wrestling, I think what WWE needs right now. And uh, Vince... You're the only one in your family left, because we all know Stephanie doesn't count. She's just a stuffed doll that Hunter introduced. Um, that uh, you need another midget. Not not a bunch of midgets. We don't need, like, midget boogeyman and midget this guy. No. All we need is one more midget to feud with Hornswoggle. Midget feuds are money. Well, you remember a couple years ago they did the juniors division. Juniors for, like, division three weeks for three weeks. Fucking yeah, yeah. super poor. It actually, and, it, they yeah. actually gave it an entry in the uh, in the uh, untold story of WWE. <laughs> That's like, awesome. It was just a mark. It's like juniors division is started on SmackDown. It's like, <laughs> really, we needed to uh, go there. Had to have the midgets. No cruiserweight, but midgets. I mean, yeah, I think that yeah. was an, I think that was something that we bemoaned when uh, when that oh, happened. We bemoaned. Well, I think we were also excited about it. Everybody I mean, doesn't... it's it's midgets. Who doesn't like a good midget? Who doesn't like a good midget? I know. Precisely. Exactly. But uh, anyway, moving on with Raw. I think Snoop Dogg did a great job. Of course, 
I mean, it's Snoop Dogg. With Snoop Dogg, you, if he's on any program, you have to talk about three things, all right? You have to talk about Snoop Dogg's language, as the aforementioned D.O. Double Jizzle. You know what I'm saying? Off the hizzle. Why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella for drizzle, all right? And I'd like to say I've been telling that joke for ages before Trips stole it. But, nevertheless, they still made it work. Um, anyway, uh, Snoop Dogg language. Gotta talk about uh, bitches and hoes. And you gotta talk about weed. Thinly veiled references to weed. It's gonna happen. It's the Snoop Dogg. You can pull that on PG. I think you're okay with that. PG. Absolutely. As long as he's not, as long as he's not, you know, playing unedited versions of his own songs. Hey, on hey, PG. I love. And it's kind of going back to the, the discussion we had uh, with Papuga a few weeks ago. I love that the 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 aforementioned hoes with Snoop were more classily dressed than. Exactly. They were all businessy and shit. Because he was like, any business is personal. You know what I mean? You know what? I think they took it down. Fuck it. Just let it go. It'll come around eventually. It'll come around eventually. It'll come around eventually. What does that mean? I don't even I don't know. understand where you're going with I this. Can, oh, it's full screen oh now. Oh, my God. It's Oh, huge. man. Who is this? That's that's some bitch that isn't Ashley who doesn't deserve to win Manchester exactly. Star, all right? Fuck exactly. that and fuck her. Uh, ManchesterStar.net. Maybe you can find it more aptly. Go find Ashley account. and vote for it. Vimeo account. I'm trying to figure out how to get to it. Nice. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Snoop Dogg. That's right, the Snoop Dogg. And of course, Snoop Dogg had to get physically involved, like every other. Almost he's a physical every specimen. He did. He, he's a tiny little stick of a man. But you don't fuck with Snoop Dogg, because who was it? Was it? It was Chavo that was fucking with him, right? And Chavo was shoving him around, and I was like, Chavo, he was almost convicted for murder. <laughs> Stop shoving him. <laughs> Seriously, where the fuck is Chavo's head nowadays? Seriously, it's shoving Snoop Dogg. He's lucky, lucky that a sloppy clothesline was all he got. I believe it was Chavo's and Snoop's uh, birthdays. I think I think you're right. And they were hanging out. <laughs> I think like, you're like, right. how'd you spend your birthday? I hang out with Snoop Dogg. Uh-oh, Chavo your thing went away. Don't worry about that. Oh, that's either. supposed Don't to happen? Don't worry about this it's screen supposed, over here. It was here. supposed to happen, all right. There ain't some big bitch on the, on the screen anymore. I'm only going to bring up that screen if it resets like it does sometimes. That's when you have to worry, because then these people can't see us. <laughs> uh, WrestleFan, uh, we have to ex- explain to the children, uh, because he asks, can somebody please tell me why Santino was dressed as Charlie Brown? Oh. Do you, um, you got this one? I got this one. Okay. I'm a longstanding Peanuts fan, Okay. <laughs> Alright, Wrestle Fan. What? Okay, go ahead. I, I want to see where this goes. Alright, Wrestle Fan. It's, it's, it's time to learn from Papa Lunchbox, okay? Papa Lunchbox is going to tell you a story. We some music going on in the back. We do, we really do. <laughs> a long time ago, comics, they weren't in books. They weren't in book form. Comics weren't digital. They weren't on the internet. On the internet, okay? The internet didn't always exist. Comics came in short three three panels, that means boxes, three panel things, uh, in these things called newspapers, all right? Now, these newspapers, um, they were 50% accurately named because they did convey news. They were not, however, made of paper, okay? They were made of a thin vellum material that didn't really hold ink well, and when, when you handled them, uh, the ink that never soaked into the paper just stained your fingers black, okay? Now, uh, they had many things. They would talk about local news and, and this, that, and the other. They're long dead now, so uh, you don't have to worry about them. But they Sorry, had a section. Crappy. They <laughs> and, and Bobby Cherry. Uh, 
they had a section called the comics section. Now, comics, they had all kinds of comics. They had the Phantom, who was purple, but no one knew it because it was black and white. And they had uh, Rex Morgan, MD, and fucking Sally Worth with her smug sensibility, okay? And then uh, they also had uh, a fat orange kitty named Garfield, and they had one called Peanuts. Now, Peanuts was delightful, all right? I was always a fan of Peanuts. It was drawn by Charles Sparky Schultz. All right, and uh, he drew it uh, for years. That really was his name. His nickname was Charles Sparky Schultz, and uh, he drew it for years and years until he died. This was uh, actually just a few years ago. He passed on, and uh, delightful, charming comic. But anyway, uh, one of the most iconic characters of all of Peanuts was a dog named Snoopy. All right, now Snoopy would go on to uh, promote MetLife commercials and. And uh, just sell tons and scads of merchandise, okay? Snoopy had a friend named Woodstock, a little stoner bird. We're not going to get into him right now. Anyway, Snoopy's owner, because yes, the dog is anthropomorphized and had thought bubbles and could really do whatever the hell he wanted and to. He flew his doghouse like a pink plane to take down the Red Baron. They fought the Red Baron, because yes. this was World War II times. And one. I mean, this shit, this shit predates everything. Um, Charles Sparky Schultz was an old individual. So, uh, but he, of course, had to have an owner, had to have someone to bring him dog biscuits, this, that, and the other. So, and Snoopy's owner was Charlie Brown. That's why Santino showed up in the bald cap, dressed like Charlie Brown, uh, thinking that he was going to meet his dog Snoopy when uh, he got it backwards, and it was, of course, Snoopy Dog. I, I can't believe you took that long for that segment. Okay. okay. Look, okay, he's young and he needs to know about newspapers. Yeah, see, you know what? I, here's, here's me. I didn't even know that. I, I, I knew Charlie Brown was another name for weed. <laughs> I thought that's where they were going with that. No. I seriously thought that's where they were going with no. that. No. I'm like, why would they make that reference? Why do you Nobody's going to get that. Why do you think Charlie Brown's another name for weed? Because of Snoop Dogg. Got it. Exactly. It's all, it's all the big circle of life. The big circle of life, except for newspapers, which are dead. Look, when Papa Lunchbox what's says, racist? "What's racist? What's racist? <laughs> Who's saying racist? <laughs> nothing I don't ra- know. There's nothing racist here." <laughs> Look, when Papa Lunchbox says he's gonna tell a story, Papa Lunchbox will tell I'm a story. To out why, why it's, what's racist? Who's racist? WrestleFan's racist. WrestleFan. WrestleFan. Don't maybe. be racist. WrestleFan can't be racist. He's Mexican. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> well, the other news from this week. <laughs> what news? Raw? More than Raw? It's more. What? <laughs> I didn't get to. I didn't even get to the point of Raw yet. Get what to is, the point of Raw. What did you think of Raw? What did I did think you have any Raw? comments on Raw? I thought it was a fantastic show. I agree. I thought there was a there was intrigue and no 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 uh, th- no they they had a good a good deal with, with with Snoop. He got mm-hmm. I loved his involvement with him running down and taking on Chavo. I loved the the match they had with uh, Cena and Triple H. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 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 what I wanted to talk about. That's that's what I wanted to get into. Well, and I thought the setup at the end was fantastic for the pay per view this weekend. I agree. I mean, let me get into the pay per view here in a little bit. Right. Go ahead. That's that's my praise that may surprise you. Cena and Triple H put on an excellent, fantastic match. I really enjoyed their match. Mark it on the calendars, my friends. DJ Lunchbox enjoyed John Cena versus Triple H. I guess it was John Cena Triple H four, and it was a great match. It incorporated a lot of a lot of elements from old school wrestling. Uh, you know the psychology, the slow build. It was it was just great all the way around. I loved it. 
Loved it. Thought it was a great match. I, I commend uh, John Cena and Triple H for putting on and putting together such a great match. That's right. I said it. I marked it on Twitter. Excellent. So, um, It'll be there till they delete it. <laughs> yes. Um, I th- no, I th- yeah, I thought it was a really good show. I mm-hmm. thought they did a lot of great stuff with that. Also, um, uh, Kofi, apparently not Jamaican. Oh. That was hilarious. Dude, and uh, I think half of Twitter that was watching Raw flipped out on that. Now, what? You, now, let me ask you this. He made a great facial expression when Triple H called him on it. Do you think that that was real? Did he actually forget his accent? No, I think it was. I think it was for real. Okay. I think. I think that was the transition of okay. Let's make you a little less Jamaican so we can actually use you on the mic. Because mm. let's be serious about this. We're not going to use you if you're Jamaican. Well, he's also not on the mic too much. Well, maybe that'll been. change now. I hope so. Maybe that'll change. And he's. He seemed pretty decent with it. Yeah, so, yeah. Nice so we'll monologue. see how that goes. I mean, yeah, again, he, he, like you said, he's not on the mic that much. Uh, again, it probably uh, they should make it, man. Yeah. I mean, it's more actions than accent. I agree. Um, I agree. I thought it was. I thought it was great. Fantastic. Yeah. Although my only gripe with Raw was that I got so excited for uh, Jericho Michaels, and it didn't happen. Because you know those two always put on fucking amazing yeah. matches. There was a little bit of cheat tease there, but we expect that with uh, with with Raw. They do love to mess with us. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm trying to communicate here, and it's not sort, working. Sort of tweeting in I, the middle of the tweeting. show. I, well, I'm trying to let the updates out, flow out from the show, so many more people would join us. This is an active, active community. Absolutely. And we have to be active with everybody. And bring them in. Mm-hmm. Bring them into our little circle. Moral, moral of the story is great show. Um, great great yes, rock. Great show. Yes, great that's rock. what we're getting to. Um, Delightful so, rocks. So, um... What else? Well, there's bragging rights. There is bragging rights. We this get weekend. a little bit into that. Yes. Uh, well... Are you, are you cool with this pay-per-view? Are you okay with what's going on with this pay-per-view? Um, How it's building and everything? I mean, yeah. you've been following it. I mean, are you going to the show this weekend? Actually, I actually I will not be able to. Oh. I would like to attend. This is why I said this this weekend is packed because we have IWC this weekend. No. Well, yes, in Newville. Yes, um, and then there is also uh, UFC 104, I believe, Sunday night. Oh, shit. Uh, and Saturday then night. Saturday, yes, yeah, Saturday night. I'm sorry. Uh, UFC, I think 104 Saturday night, Machida versus Rua, which is you know I've been I, I've been looking forward to that show forever. And then we have bragging rights on Sunday. I mean, what what the fuck here? That's that's just that's too much. That's too much. Yeah, I have a wedding on Saturday. So. You have a wedding on Saturday. I'm going. I'm and the thing is, no, I will miss bragging rights because I will be uh, in another state, sadly. So unless I make it back by Sunday evening, in which case I'll try and catch it somewhere online, but. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, we got five matches lined up. We do only five. We, yeah. Well, wow, that's one of them's fun. an hour-long Iron Man match. That's the reason. So, there it is. Yeah. There it is. Um. Uh, but of course, you know, we got the bragging rights tag match. You've seen the, the lineup there. What do you What do you think about that? I think they called out every every suspicion we had about that lineup. As in, who are these two guys on the SmackDown? Exactly, team? exactly. Although, I mean, I have not heard a single bad thing about Drew McIntyre. No, same here. Heard great things ever since he was in OVW. Of course, OVW. all you've heard from me is that he's grown up Brian Kendrick. But he is. Men? He is. I saw him on the Titan Tron last night, and I was like, wow, I thought they fired Brian Kendrick. 
They did not. And he's got an accent. And yeah. There's this Eric Escobar. Eric Escobar. Uh, which just has a vehicle to bring in the uh, Vicky Guerrero. I think so. they need... Fuck Vicky Guerrero. They need to bring back a uh, friend of the show, Armando Alejandro Estrada. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was listening to the uh, the clip before the show of when he said that we can have a sandwich if we came to Arizona. Oh, yeah, and, we need to go to Arizona. Something about hummus on a on a sandwich, you know, was genius. For mm-hmm. you. So speaking of sandwiches, you know, those good sandwiches. I'm getting hungry. Black and Gold Store Black down on one nineteen. Remember them? Yeah, I remember you talking about time. them. Yeah. I keep forgetting to tell you something about them. Ask me about them after the show. I'll ask you after the show. Um, also, in case you forgot, there's a there's a world heavyweight championship match. Mm-hmm. Undertaker, CM Punk, Batista, and Rey Mysterio. Oh shit. Oh shit. Great great prize. I saw a commercial for it and I thought it was great. Undertaker saying, This is the holy grail. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Undertaker not fucking around. It's true. It's true. The holy grail. Uh, yeah, and he's talking so much more since he's come back this last time. Mm-hmm. I'm Definitely. sorry. I'm That's alright, you're moved. You moved right. away from the mic. It's getting all right. comfy. Getting cozy. Yeah, we'll move that closer to you in the break. Um but uh, who do you think's coming out of that one? Uh, I think Undertaker's going to retain. It's he's got. It's too soon to take the title. Same off here. Him. Same here. It's going. It's just still going to be like undershadowed by by the other ones. I, I think it's really going to be a health factor. Mm-hmm. So, and there actually was talk about that. There was supposedly, uh, you know, of course we all heard like Undertaker uh, uh, supposedly had hip hip surgery that he's been needing for a while while mm-hmm. he was off, while he's gone all those months and everything. Uh, somebody came out and said, well, if he did that, that would have been great because nobody's recovered this quickly from the kind of surgery that he was going to need. Yes. Hip replacement surgery mm-hmm. was supposedly what he would have gone. No, you know, he's t- taking taking the break, you know, banging Michelle McCool and, uh, you know. Go him. <laughs> go him. Yeah, he's, he's an undertaker and he's living the life and he deserves it. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, right, I think bro. I do think he's going to retain. So, uh, if you haven't checked it out, there's there's clips from, I think it's from Dutch Mantel's book. I meant to mention him last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dutch Mantel, look it up. He has a blog now. It's, it's on the Delicious Links. He's done uh, uh, flashback columns on Kane, including early pictures of Kane. Of course, way before his Kane. Um, even before he was Isaac Yankum. Uh, Undertaker. Oh. Mark Marrow mm-hmm. and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's in there too, so they're like really interesting reads. I haven't gotten Calloway. through them all because they're long as shit. Mark Mark Calloway. Mark, what did I say? Mark Marrow. Oh, that's so wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's very different. That's a very different name. It's all good. Very different name. Um, and then of course we got Randy Orton and John Cena in the Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're pretty excited about this, right? Uh, yeah, actually. I think in. in you know, they, they're building this up. It's like, wow, this is going to be the end of the feud and everything. And and, and I know people are like, oh, Cena and Orton again. But you know what? It has been a good feud. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really can't deny that. I really I really do hope that... I mean, I would like to see Cena lose and go play on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Let that happen. I mean, we haven't had a uh, Cena face... Cena as a face feud with The Undertaker ever. And I think That's that true. would be uh, wh- what they call uh, on the internet's money. That would be a fantastic WrestleMania match right there. Ooh, yes, it would. Ooh. Yeah. 
Oh, WWE, make this happen. <laughs> Listen to us. Where's Chad the Shad and his Hardy Boys pendant? We need to speak into it. Yes. That's Immediately. True. That's true. They stop listening to us. Of course, Intercontinental Champion John Morrison and U.S. Champion The Miz, they, I thought they had a great dirt sheet when they were mm-hmm. tearing into each other. Mm-hmm. And and they called each other the Marty Jannetty of the Gennetti, And then Marty, Marty Jannetty comes out and he's still alive! Looking like we shit. We just love being assured that he's still alive and moving! Mm-hmm. He looked awful. Oh, uh, you know, he's, he's looked awful for a while. True. But it's in his not- last, when he came back and he was laughing to kiss Vince McMahon's ass, uh, he, he looked great. But he looks fucking awful this time. And did you notice that he was laughing during this match too, like an idiot? No, I didn't. <laughs> when Orton was beating him up, he was trying not to laugh. Fucking not Orton. Uh, I'm not Orton. The Miz. Miz, yes. And of course, the Divas, SmackDown Divas versus the Raw Divas. We talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, yeah, we don't really care about that, do we? Although, if you look at this lineup, these are the girls that you expect to put a good match on, except for Kelly Kelly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's Gail Kim, ones who can Kelly Kelly, wrestle. Melina, Michelle McCool, Beth Phoenix, and uh, uh, Natty Neidhart. Yeah. So if anybody's going to put in a good match, there you go. Entirely possible. Shame they won't give it much time. Why is SmackDown the heel? Because it's SmackDown. Why? I mean, we just don't like SmackDown. I think it's always been the heel because they try and push Raw as the flagship show, I guess. I reckon. So, um... Wow, only five matches. I, I'm, I, they'll probably add one more, I think. You think? I think so. I think they'll th- add, like, a throwaway match or something. Like, you it's know... It's possible. It's possible. Kofi. Or they'll have a segment or something. Yeah. Um, it's, it's possible. It's possible. So, I, and of course, the big news, Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. Well, there's a lot of big, a lot of big WWE news. Yeah, yeah well, I think but the is, biggest is Shane of. McMahon has called that he's retiring mm-hmm. at the end of the year. His last Start. day will be Expect- January 1st. Yes. Uh, nobody knows why yet. There's a lot of speculation he, he right now. He won't say why, and he won't say what he's doing. Uh, there's speculation that it's because of his mother's campaign. Speculation mm-hmm. that he's going to test the waters with some other ventures. I agree. Sword. So, yes. Now, I see you reading off of our uh, our delicious page there. Mm-hmm. What What's the link? Where can the people find this news? Well, that would be delicious.com slash wrestling mayhem slash, uh, well, tonight WMS 190. We also have a handy-dandy delicious link right there on the right-hand side of the wrestlingmayhemshow.com. And uh, several of our headlines that we put up in here, I believe the last five are over on the left-hand side under all those handy-dandy links to the Ustream and Talk Show and wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Does that work for you? That's perfect, yeah. All right. Excellent. So, <laughs> what, what do you think... What, is this good for Shane? Is this good for WWE? I think it's good for Shane. I don't know how good it is for WWE. I mean, it, it's really weird. I mean, we see half of the McMahon family has broken off from the from the from mm-hmm. the family, and they're the ones that have always been considered the sane ones. Linda also and Shane. True. What is WWE going to do without the sane ones applied to it? I don't know. I mean, there was a we had speculation for a long time. Who's gonna Who's gonna take over the company when Vince leaves? Triple H. There's Triple H speculation and Steph, or that Shane McMahon's leaving Sean. to buy IWC. I, you know, that's a coincidence. I could get maybe, behind that. I could get behind that. Yeah. I, and maybe, maybe, maybe there was a bit. I don't know what's going on. I know it's disappeared. What are, the, what are the odds that it's all a work? Which, which part? Shane leaving. Oh, oh yeah. Maybe this There's is maybe that this speculation is, too. Maybe this is like back a better version of back in the day, and he's going to show up on TNA saying, "I bought TNA." Oh, that, actually, that's kind of the first thing I thought about. <laughs> <laughs> Although they said that even when Donald Trump bought Raw, they had a press 
press release out by USA, and we don't even have that now. Mm. So, so what are they doing? Who knows? Well, WWE did do the press release thing. USA put the press release out for Donald Trump. Right, right. But I'm saying WWE put one out for Shane. That's true. But, That's true. you know, they have their fake things here. Filthy mm-hmm. pigs. Um, also coming out of WWE, uh, of course, mentioned earlier, Captain Lou passed away. Yes. Yes, um, we, well, we knew he was uh, he was bad uh, going into the show last week, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently he did pass the next day. Yeah, really, really nice package for him last night on the show. Um, Bano was one I grew up on and completely perplexed me as a child. Yeah, he perplexed everybody, but he was great. He was entertaining. Yes, yes, he was. Yes, he was. I don't know, uh, like, people who watch wrestling, people who don't watch wrestling, everybody knows uh, at work that I do the show, and I had people coming up to me saying, did you hear about Captain Lou? And all I did was I held up my arm because I just trimmed my beard, but I held up my arm and I had two gum bands on him, so signifying, yes, I did, in fact, hear about Lou. Yeah. Um, and fantastic that he, you know... You know, he was the big manager. Let's say 15 different uh, tag team champions mm-hmm. he's managed. It's fantastic. And, of course, he was involved with Cindy Lauper in, uh, in the Rock and Roll Connection. Mm-hmm. Girls want to have fun. I mean, that's her big thing. And mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it's... And he was Mario. He was Mario, of course. I can't believe they showed a clip of him as Mario mm-hmm. on, on that thing last night. That was fantastic. Um... Uh, sign a little bit from there. Speaking of Cindy Lauper, apparently she's included with a cast for Celebrity Apprentice Three. Really? That also includes Maria. I did hear about that. Maria. Bill Goldberg. I didn't hear about Goldberg. Sharon Osbourne and Brett Michaels. Are the names? Fox, yeah, gotta watch that. <laughs> I think it's gonna be. Yeah, that's that's on the list. That's awesome. That's on the list, and we will be covering it here on the Wrestling Mayhem yeah. Show. <laughs> what is that Sunday Night Show? Yeah, we'll, we'll be able to do that. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, wow, what, Jericho versus Christian tonight on ECW? <laughs> That's awesome. Shit! Catch that shit on Hulu. Yeah! Uh, more, more sad news from WWE. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, JR is, yes. will not be working SmackDown, will not be working, well, it's possible he may not be working bragging rights. Uh, he had another attack of Bell's palsy recently, and, uh, he's, he said he's going to neurologist, gonna get checked out. And uh, he updated his blog about it, and he did really quick. I mean, he was—he's on top of things. He updated about Shane McMahon leaving before I heard it anywhere else, including WWE.com. He's on top of that shit. So uh, we definitely do wish Jr. the best. He's—he's uh, he's Jr. I mean, really, what else do you got to say? And about he was it? actually on location for for everything and decided to go back because mm-hmm. of because uh, everything that was going on. So uh, we wish him well. I mean. Voice of the last, you know, 20 years of wrestling, really. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, we haven't had enough of that voice. I hope he gets better, and we know he loves the job, so... Absolutely. I hope, JR, I hope he gets on there. Got to have JR. Well, there was, uh, it was supposed to be the old, uh, the old announced team back together again tonight. It was because on SmackDown, it was going to be JR and King. Uh, and now it's going to be King and Cole, I think, or King or King and somebody else. I don't remember, but either way. Like um, King and Todd Grisham? That'd be... Well, that might work. Maybe. I don't know, but either way, uh, we wish JR the best. Mm-hmm. So, so. 
Um, well, I think uh, we'll, we'll stop there for the moment and go to the uh, break. Okay. Uh, when we come back, I think we are scheduled to have a wrestle fan join us wrestle fan. on the line. I think he won't have a lot to say about Bound for Glory. Maybe somebody else. I'm not entirely sure yet. Anything is possible. Anything is possible here on the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's, what's up? Keep, just keep going. Just keep going. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the, we're, we're, I don't know. we got some opinions about Bounton for Glory. And, um, and uh, you know, be sure to drop by WrestlingMayhemShow.com. It's my fill mode right now. Uh, uh, there is a fantastic video, if you haven't caught it. Of course, our new sponsor here on WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Have you seen this? You haven't seen this? No, I, I saw the post, but I was at work. Um, Although no, I, but I, you know what? I did. I got a message from WrestleFan that said, "What the fuck? When did you guys go to Chippendales?" Yes. And I said, "What are you talking about?" And he told me. And I said, the only thing I could say was, "What?" Well, I'll <laughs> show you this during the break because you're definitely involved in this. Excellent. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have what we're listening yes. to next? Yes, okay, I do, go ahead. Uh, we are listening to a band known as Left Standing. Uh, we're going to be back to the hip hop here, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's off of the album What It Takes off of Tomcat Records. That's cat with a K, you know, to be cool. Uh, the name of the song is Revolution by Left Standing, and you are listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I say to them tonight, there is not a liberal America and a conservative America, there is the United States of America. There is not a black America and a white America, there is the United States of America.
want one of these. For my <laughs> how, many, how many things have you pulled on? Can I get one of these? Where do you get them? Here in the basement. Sorg, tell your mom to pop up a pop out another silent ninja. Because I that is like a great. Set, I want you on my like di- dining room table. I like, guess the <laughs> So we can eat meals around him, and he can sit there and and she can pull his thing. Yeah, <laughs> and it can zip back to his little breast pocket. And, like, don't you want one of these? He's awesome. <laughs> hey, listen, he is available for parties and bar mitzvahs. Hey, this is Bubba the Bulldog, and you're listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. And if you listen to any other wrestling show, you suck. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the one, the only it's Mad Mike and the Wrestling Mayhem Show at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. This part kind of scared me, actually. Fuck yes, <laughs> fuck so, yes, my friends. Uh, that's awesome. that makes me laugh every time. Yes, yes. But uh, before before we get into uh, the Wrestle Fan, before we get into this, that, and the other, before we get into everything. We have a very special treat for you, my friends. We're breaking. We're breaking. We're breaking a rule. This is a rare, one-time occurrence to break this rule because we are like three segments away from this. Okay. Yeah, we're we gonna, are. We're we are. It's really fucking late. Yes, but we're gonna do a little bit of mail. It's a special email. A very special email. Something that uh, fans of the show may know as the other mail. The other mail. Hi, Lunchbox. I'm back again after a month of partying. I have not seen much wrestling lately, but watched five minutes of the TNA pay-per-view, and that was too much TNA. I was shocked when I seen Don West with Amazing Red, and now not, and now Red is not amazing. Fuck TNA. Fuck it big time. I want to see Ozzy Osbourne on Raw as the guest host. I hope it not another... No... I hope it not an other year before I write, W-R-I-G-H-T, the other mail, so also I'm going to have a voicemail soon. Wait, he's doing voicemail? Yes. Oh, this is going to be amazing. Yes, it is. I cannot wait and for this. And bam, as abruptly as it came, the mail is gone. And so on. But that's okay, because we got some other people on the line. How you doing, guys? Yo! Oh, yeah. What's up, bitches? Holy crap. Well, they're breaking the internet. Alright, this may or may not work. We'll, we'll, we'll have to play it by ear. Uh, Matt Mike, how you doing? I'm doing alright, guys. How you doing? Alright, WrestleFan, you there. Chime in. Yep, here. Excellent, excellent. So, uh, the, the, the roundtable discussion for this week is bound for glory, gentlemen. More like bound for failing. <laughs> Oh, whatever. Well, hey, there's, one, there's that, one angle. I've heard some very good things about Bon Fleur, sir. Yeah. Before, before we go into a huge rant about this, uh, for a TNA pay-per-view, it wasn't bad. For TNA standards, it was not a bad pay-per-view. Yeah, oh, definitely. I think it's one of their best they've had in a while. Oh, yeah. All right, well, well, I, I, I was a little trite when I said that. I will give credit. The last two matches were awesome. Yeah. The last two matches were really awesome, but everything else I saw, granted, I didn't see the whole pay-per-view. I missed a few of the matches, but there was a lot of stuff I was not a fan of. Okay, well, well let's take it from the top then. Uh, what what was it that uh, kind of stuck out as a, as a fail for you on the show? Um, oh, Sorg, you should address the question to who you want to talk. Uh, well, you, the one that, that said that specifically you didn't like a couple things. Oh, okay, all right, well, um... 
I'm what, talking to? What, one, of the, one of the big things that really just stuck out for me, and TNA didn't measure how high their ladders were compared to the scaffold. <laughs> True. Yeah, WrestleFan, that's all you, sir. Okay, I don't, so I don't know what to do. I don't know how to fix it. Buy headphones. You give me money and I will buy headphones. Until Get then. money from your mother. I paid her last week. Oh, no. oh WrestleFan, we'll try reconnecting with you. Definitely him. I always. I will go ahead with what you're. What you were saying, and uh, we'll we'll re-add him and see if that helps out a little bit. Okay. Well, I mean, he saw a few matches I didn't see anyway. So. Okay. Um. But the tag title match. First of all, I didn't know it was gonna be like a thing where two separate teams could win two separate belts. Yeah, that was a little weird. I I didn't even realize there was a, there was a second set belt. Okay, I was. I guess I wasn't 100% into watching this pay-per-view, I'll say that. But that's not for lack of the pay-per-view, that's just like, well, The only thing I didn't get about the, um, was the finish when, uh, Team 3D pulled down the, uh, Japan belt. Was that Rhino attacked him with the chair, but he still allowed 3D to take the belt. I mean, I don't see what the point was in that. Yeah, yeah, I, that was a little weird. And mistimed, maybe, I don't know. And the fact that it wasn't really acknowledged at all by the announcers. Yeah. Like, the the set of tag titles that actually mean something in the wrestling industry. Like, they they didn't say, like, Oh, Team 3 just got the IWGP tag titles! Or anything. Which was they just said, 20? Oh, look at Rhino! Does that make him 23-time champions? I don't know. It They're probably like... makes him 86-time champions. Does it really matter? At this point, because technically, in IWGP... I don't think they ever lost legitimately those belts. Okay. Because they didn't recognize who was it? Beer money as the champion. No, it was they didn't uh, recognize British Invasion. Yeah, but didn't British Invasion beat Beer Money? No. Because Japan did. Japan did not recognize any IWGP no. title changes apart from 3D beating the guns. The British Invasion beat um, 3D for the. For the IWGP titles, the guns have the junior titles. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. But what I'm saying is, Japan didn't officially recognize that title change. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it was. You know, it was a good match for what it was. Um. Um. I don't know if you guys uh mentioned this while I was offline. Um. I don't know if it was just me, but Scott Steiner stepped his game up in that match. Which is funny with Booker T going out. I that's think that's trying that to piss me off about it. What, 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 what they're doing is they're trying to write him off because they're pretty sure that he's leaving the company. What pissed you off about that, Mike? Yeah. Well, I, it just like Booker T and Steiner were pushed so heavily on TV, and they take out. It didn't even look like it took anyone out. Like even the announcer said know what happened. Okay. If your announcers can't bullshit an injury, something is wrong. Yeah, there was a lot of awkwardness even earlier. Uh, we haven't talked about yet the, the Victoria and Kim Couture uh, incident. Oh, that pissed me off even more. Oh, 
Okay. Well, I, no, that I was thought confusing, you guys were talking about that in the MMA segment, but... No, we actually we didn't get to much with, MMA. With that thing, like, when it happened, you didn't know if it was worth a shoot or not. I knew, I knew from the second that happened it was a work. Yeah, the well, of course you knew. Uh, well, first you didn't recognize it was cancer. Now that you find out, then, I mean, it kind of... They didn't you know. acknowledge her. They didn't acknowledge her at all. Then who it was. They were like, oh, there's a fan. And then, and then like, ODB but, and, and, and Kong are, are just looking at the ring. Like, well, shouldn't they be fighting? Yeah, and, and, and the weird fact that she had to go to the back and then come back out. Yeah, why was she escorted out? What, that, that, it absolutely did not make sense. She wasn't really escorted out, though. She just kind of went to the back. She, okay, okay. I was on the That's impression why I, like they I was let her so out. pissed off of that. So, uh, what, I mean, I what mean, pisses you off about that? Is it because of the, the setup, or, or that they're doing something with MMA like this? It's because they're trying to merge MMA with TNA. They're trying to do it, and they shouldn't. MMA is a shoot fight. TNA is a scripted matchup. That's what I hate. The two do not go together. I mean... Kim Couture is a legitimate MMA fighter. The fact right. that they were killed... Alright, she's more legitimate than Victoria. Well, I agree with you. And I guess uh, Bobby Lashley. I mean, they claim the fact that, like, you know, he wants to work both MMA and pro wrestling, you know, to get the feel of both of it. I mean, it's what, you know, kayfabe are you going to break, you know, to show that, you know... MMA is, you know, not that uh, pro wrestling's works. But see, what Lashley's doing is different. Lashley is adapting an MMA style to a worked match, which is like what Ken Shamrock did. And oddly enough, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I agree with that. But like when you see his like promos before Bound for Glory, where he's like in the gym and he's hyping the matchup. You know, and he's comparing MMA to, you know, pro wrestling. It kind of, you know. Well, yeah, but... But, but how, you know, how... But see, the thing is, they're trying to promote an MMA feud within TNA now. Yeah, yeah, which... And that is... We were showing that before when they had, uh, what, Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle in an MMA-style match. Yeah. I mean, in a way, it's smart. It's smart because they had that opening with Spike TV, and and through that the UFC for that cross branding, of course. So it makes sense. Sure. Yes. Sorry. Um, the only difference is Kim Couture is not with UFC. Okay. If she was with UFC, I would ex- I would see exactly what your point is, but she's not. Victoria isn't even signed to an MMA company, and from what I've heard, she's not even close to ready to having a debut MMA match yet. Okay. Yeah. So this like, is... She, so so is, is, is it her going to MMA, or is it come, Kim Couture in the long run coming to... That's, a, that's the thing I was thinking, like, it could have been, you know, whatever, if they want to build Tara versus, you know, Kim Couture have TNA's platform to build into an MMA fight instead of the other way around. I, either way, the, all they're concerned with is crossing over that audience, and I, I don't know what kind, of, you know what kind of name Kim Couture is other than her last name, um, and, and, and creating the buzz. Yeah. But see, it doesn't work, because no one talked about it. Okay. Kim Couture is not a huge name in MMA. Uh-huh. 
and Victoria isn't even a name in MMA. They changed her name. The CNA will take any celebrity or any, like, little celebrity they can get their hands on. You know, did anyone care that AJ Pruszynski came to TNA that one time? Yeah, but at least people, like, they were in Chicago. People in Chicago knew who AJ Pruszynski was. I don't, I don't think they were in Chicago. They were in Orlando. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry, WWE was in Chicago when they yeah. did that. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Uh, TNA, they're trying to reach for the, the star power they can, which unfortunately is this lower end stuff. Um... It just screams of nitro to me. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, if they're going to build an MMA versus TNA feud, it reminds me so much of that, uh, what is it, Rick Steiner and, like, it was like the last year of nitro, and it was Rick Steiner against uh, some, like, some, I can't even remember the name of it. Now, it was like, uh, oh, what was the name of it? Were you trying know, to think of WrestleFan? It was like Steiner went on this like show. It wasn't MMA or something, but it was like some kind of like cage thing, cage fighting thing. And he won their title, and then they had their guys who weren't wrestlers like invade the show. And it was like it was like during the it was during like the last two months in Nitro, so no one really cared about it. Anything like that. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. Um, I just have to interject. A Rod with a two run homer. Sorry. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's okay. Our Back Penguins to... are beating the Blues uh, 5-1 last I knew. Already beat them. Oh, we know that's done this final. Already beat them 5-1. Yes. Beat them like the little bitches that they are. Yes. So, I, um... Hey, guys, I think I want to cut this short tonight because we're definitely having connection problems. Or maybe it's just WrestleFan. We'll test that. It's, if you want to cut me off, that's fine. Okay. It might be on my end because we have a lot of stuff running over here and I need to do some upgrades. Uh, WrestleFan, thanks a lot for chiming in. At least a little bit you did. Sorry, sorry if it's not working out as far as the connection. Uh, we'll yeah, no problem. I'll try, I'll try to get on with those, uh, that headset. Okay. Alright, man. We'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot. No problem. Uh, check them out uh, for ages 15 and older at blogspot.com. Dot blogspot.com, I guess. Yes, sir. So, uh, man, <laughs> you still there? Nice, Riz. Nice. WrestleCopter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mad Mike on sports and WrestleFan and the WrestleCopter 9000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're sounding good over there. I guess it was all WrestleFan's fault. But you know, maybe he's still running. He's probably running the video stream along with that. And it's it's his computer's not handling that. So no, I I really think it's because of his um, it's his headset. Because I remember I had similar problems too. Because I was running from my microphone from the camera and when I got the headset it got a little it got a lot better. Well figuring out technical problems here as always on the Wrestling Mayhem show. Uh, well let's go back to the pay per view. I know you didn't catch uh, the the beginning uh, Ultimate X match, I guess. And WrestleFan, please chime in in the chat room. I'll keep an eye on your responses uh, since we have to cut you off. Uh, but the, the the Ultimate X match, I thought, was pretty good. Maybe you saw clips from it, at least? Yeah, uh, yeah. WrestleFan just sent me a link with a few clips from it. It looked like it had a lot of really awesome spots in I it. I mean, it's it's what you expected. Unfortunately, the Ultimate X becomes passe at this point because it is what you expect. But they did throw some new stuff in there. Because, uh, because of course, they were in Impact Zone and everything. They had... And I think they did this the last time they had Ultimate X. They had more of uh, it looked like the Elevation X-type structure with the, uh, the thicker, um, the thipper, the thicker uh, 
Scaffold. Scaffolding, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, actually, I was there the first time that they did that, mm-hmm. because it was um, one of the pay-per-views they had. I forget which one. I think it was Victory Road 06. Okay. It was the first time they actually introduced that new structure for the Ultimate X. And, and the fact that it had, like, the cross scaffolding over top of it, did it have that at that point? Yeah, because that, like, when we first walked, my dad and I first walked into the arena and they set it up, I'm like, what the hell, why are they bringing the Ultimate X out here? At the the uh, Elevation X, and then I saw they hung the cables. Which I understand for traveling, you know, having a better setup like that that doesn't move as much. Although this one looked like it was moving a lot during the match. But the the Amazing Red uh, Suicide Christopher Daniels were on top of that thing, uh, really precarious positions and everything. Which you start to worry at that point. Uh, and of course, uh, the big thing with Suicide and uh, Daniels uh, took a took a dive off of the. Uh, what road. was that move? I couldn't even tell. It looked like like an STO yeah, type thing. Yeah, it looked like it looked like he was trying to do a neckbreaker on him, which was more accurate than than anything. Um, and and I guess Daniels did come out. He's, he has a bruised neck and everything, but it's good to hear that uh, it looked okay. Uh, that that he's okay for the most part. WrestleFan says it looked like a Spanish fly. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure what that is. It looked like he was trying to actually do a side effect, but yeah. I guess that just might be my my ankle that I saw it at. But, uh, you know, he's, he's okay. It was a good match. I, I thought it was great. That was great. And plus, you have the guns in it. The guns and Amazing Red make an Ultimate X match. Mm-hmm. I, I do have to agree. One of the uh, callers or emails earlier was talking about Amazing Red. Uh, their, their build was a little weird. Oh, yeah, back by Don West. Yeah, but, you know, no, it wasn't even that. Actually, I think it was a blog I was reading. There was some comments. Uh, there was actually, I think it was on ProWrestling.net. Uh, they had somebody write in that was actually in television, worked on television shows and movies, like big-budget movies, and he gave his opinion of the setup uh, and, and the production and, 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 and how it looked and the fact that they were in about a 5,000-seat arena, but then it looked full and looked good on television. Um but his big thing was, you know, Amazing Red won the title about a month ago, uh, and but there's not really any push for it, you know. He, where did he? I thought he only won it two weeks ago. Well, whenever he did, but he was a jobber before then. I, I didn't know he was the champion going into the pay per view because I haven't watched for a couple weeks on TNA, of course. Um, but, but seriously, last time I saw him, he was losing every damn match in well, spectacular see- fashion. What happened with it, Sork, because I actually did watch when Red won the title. Okay. Um, it was a little fucked up. It was a little on the fucked up side. Nothing new. Because he, he won, I think it might have been a ladder match okay. for the um, number one contender title. I seem to recall that now. Yeah, and it was against, like, oh, fuck, I don't even remember. I think it actually might have been the guns and lethal consequences. And then he had his match with Joe. And Joe was beating him up pretty bad when Lashley came out. And Joe apparently said it was okay for Lashley to en- for Lashley to come into the ring and interfere. Huh. Because because Joe thought he could take Lashley out. Okay. Yeah. So Lashley beat up Joe. The ref didn't call disqualification and then Red got the win. That's awkward. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awkward, and yeah, 
So uh, it, we'll, we'll see what what's going on. Again, they're they're kind of in the midst of this change in the guard. Of course, they had, I, I'm, I'm sure they had plenty of things leading up to Bound for Glory that they weren't going to change uh, for the most part. So we'll see what all these new faces that uh, backstage are going to do for it. So, um, shit. Booker T's out, and apparently he's an asshole. <laughs> I. I heard there are a whole bunch of people that didn't go to the um, TNA Fan Fest. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I heard there were a lot of issues with that. Like, a lot of the main event talent weren't there. Really? Really? I know they, they were pushing them pretty big. Yeah, either that or they didn't stay out for as long as some people wanted. Like, people didn't get um, pictures of Sting or autographs of Sting and... Then Jeremy Borash said, everyone got their pictures of Sting! <laughs> when there were, like, people left online. Which is very odd, because, like, I, I may not be a huge fan of TNA's product, but their fan interaction, everything I've seen and heard has been tremendous. And that just really shocks me, that, like, the eve of their biggest pay-per-view... There's a bu- there's a lot of negative reports coming in. Yeah, uh, a little yeah, more. That's very unusual for them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a little more from TNA. Of course, we mentioned before Daphne's injured. Very sad. Very sad. Um, Daphne needs a push. Daphne. Every single time Daphne is on TV, she gets one of the biggest reactions of the night simply oh, because yeah. she is fucking insane. Yeah, she's <laughs> awesome and a very nice young lady. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I mean, Foley and Abyss were trying to have a match to determine who was more hardcore, and they both got outshone by Daphne. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, that was a really wicked... Here's another thing I talked a little bit about, I think I might have Twittered it last night. Uh, I'm happy to see, you know, we talked a little bit, about, of course, with AIW here locally going more towards the ECW product. Not too many people are doing that, even in the independents anymore. At least a lot of them don't do it right. Uh, now, what, I've always been a fan of TNA for the fact that they do have an element of ECW without overdoing it, I think. Especially with these Monster Balls matches. Monsters Balls? You, you know what I mean. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think of that aspect, Mike? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, I... <sighs> I, I really don't agree that TNA doesn't overdo it at times. Oh, they do. when they start having first blood matches on the shows, I think there's a problem. But I, I'm talking when you get to the pay per view and they're doing a monsters ball match, I, it's usually pretty good and everything the old ECW fans want. But see the, mo- this isn't ECW. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh- they're trying to be ECW, and that's not really the model they should be going for. The, the, the other company that failed? Yeah, exactly. So they're I mean, they're trying to be, trying to be a hybrid ECW. of ECW and WCW. They're trying to be the Alliance. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear that one. <laughs> Who wants to be the Alliance? I just, I just kind of talked myself into that one right now. There you go. <laughs> um, but... Well, hey, if, if Shane comes over, like we're suspecting, uh, then it will be the Alliance. <laughs> oh, man. If Shane circle. comes over and says, I want to make this the t- total nonstop Alliance. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
god. Oh, yeah. Oh, I feel sick already. <laughs> so, uh, also, uh, apparently calling the TNA, uh, Lena Yada is going to be Kevin Nash's valet. Uh, Search. Really? I heard, it, I heard it was supposed to be Candice Michelle. That was the other suspect. Um, but the, well, now, they, whoever they are, are reporting it might be Lena Yada, according to DivaDirt.com. And of um, course, they list all their sources, don't they? Yes, of course. Travis <laughs> Tomko was apparently backstage tonight at the TNA Impact uh, taping. Yeah, Travis Tomko and, and RVD was backstage last night at the pay-per-view. I, you know, and I know I, I know, I was putting a lot of those out on the web wrestlers say, but it's always interesting to see who's back there. And uh, it, it doesn't mean that they're, they're uh, not interested or not just visiting friends and everything. But even RVD admitted that when he was visiting... One time, he ended up at a table talking to uh, uh, who was who used to be the the guy down there for talent relations. Ah, uh, excuse me, Simon Dean. Not Simon. No, WWE. Oh, oh, balls. I can't remember. It's on. I can't remember him either. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, and he was there trying to get him to come back, and they were talking schedules and everything. I mean, you never know. Mm. You never know who RVD or. Tyson, you know, whoever else. Uh, now that you know, clarify the Tyson Tomko thing is, he's backstage and scheduled to perform tonight. So well, that's um, a little different. I have a tiny bit of orbs. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know if we want to get into the Maybe tiny bit of orbs bit that of, I have. We'll touch the edge of what's going on with the orbs. Well, okay, mean, we, we will touch the edge. Let me turn your if mic. We're, up. If we're talking about uh, people backstage at TNA, I mean, if we're going down the list here, might as well mention Nigel McGuinness as well. I was just about to say, Nigel McGuinness is not backstage at TNA. Really? De- no, Desmond <laughs> Wolf is. Desmond that, Wolf, eh? That is Nigel McGuinness's new name in TNA. Desmond oh. Wolf. Hmm. Alright. Yes. Interesting. Alright. You've heard it here probably 8th or 9th. Well, <laughs> yes. Desmond Wolf. We don't, expl- we don't ex- uh, exclaim to be the first or the most correct. We just exclaim to be there. Yes. Yes. But they are doing one thing that I may actually buy a DNA pay-per-view. Hmm. Main event for their next pay-per-view, which is Turning Point. Okay. Three-way dance for the TNA World Title. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Christopher Daniels. Nice flashback match, fantastic. And of course, these were this was a main event for the X Division title a couple years ago. Many, many times. However, I don't see how they're able to do this, considering Daniels has been jobbing for like three months now. Well, yeah, and And Joe apparently doesn't want any revenge against Lashley. Huh. Whoops. Hot shot. Um, yeah. Also, and Joe like got choked out by last year. There's too, also so. word that Brian Danielson's going to be coming as well. Really? Yes. That, that, that apparently uh, the, the WWE stuff all fell through and they're going to TNA instead. Hmm. That's the I don't, know, the I don't know if I buy that. Yeah. I heard, I, it, I heard it about Danielson, but not. not I mean, not Danielson. I'm sorry. Um, McGinnis, but not Danielson. Yeah. I heard about Danielson too, but I don't believe that. I don't believe it either. 
I'll believe that when I see it. Congratulations, congratulations to Todd Grisham, who just got married uh, this past Saturday. Yes, congrats, Grisham. Uh, Taz sets the record straight on his Facebook that he does not have any pool with the booking team. He's not a member of the booking team. He's just an announcer. Of so course not, because stop. if he did, the booking would be better. So stop <laughs> messaging him and making him sad. Um, Mike Adamley, Iron Man. Yeah, he's doing an Iron Man show. That's how Dad did it. Former WWE announcer Mike Adamley competed the Elite Iron Man World Championship, which included a 2.4-mile swim, a 112-mile bike ride, and a 26.2-mile marathon. For Mike Adamley, as he states, a walk in the park. Uh, this uh, was the hardest thing I ever did, he told a Chicago Time uh, Tribune. I'm sorry. Uh, the conditions are amazing. The tire... Made me adjust on the fly, but it was something special everyone should experience once. Um, yeah, more information <laughs> interview. Sorry, so. Chris in the chat room. Rest Gotti and me crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. As, as opposed to Jamaican me crazy yeah, since Kofi's yeah, from yeah, West Ghana. Yeah. I was waiting, and by the way, when they when that when the the Kofi accent thing dropped, I thought there was going to be an even worse uh, comeback on that. No, <laughs> Kofi should have said, "Oh, I'm from Jamaica, Queens." <laughs> That's what he yeah. should have said. There you go, Jamaica, Queens man. Um, <laughs> I say it all the time. I'm like, I man, I got to go to Queens, man. <laughs> so, oh shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I derailed the show. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's, it's about the third time tonight. We talked about Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, Jerry Lawler, yeah, he's not going to become mayor. I think he's in the low third percent or something like that. Um, Jerry Lawler wasn't going to win that shit. I'm sorry? Jerry Lawler wasn't going to win that shit. Uh, I don't think any of us really expected that. And I, I, I raised this question yesterday. Uh, what's that? He needs to stop touching 16-year-olds first. Uh, I raised this question yesterday. When the hell were Hogan and the Nasty Boys friends? Because they're doing a video promo together. Um. Aside from on reality TV, of course. Oh, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can throw that out there. Okay. Other than, other than they were totally Brian Knobs lounging around in his underwear in Hogan's, in Hogan's house, which was just awkward. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, and also, hey, remember Katie Vick? I bet you Lynn yeah. McMahon does, wishes she didn't. Who could forget? Uh, yes, Connecticut Democrats have sent a release to the media today that includes WWE, well, today not being today because this is from yesterday, I think, uh, includes uh, WWE footage they claim objectifies women. The video footage includes the infamous necrophilia scene with Triple H posing as Kane, pretending to have sex with a corpse, which was brought up Monday night, again, <laughs> ironically. She was a bit of a stiff. Oh. <laughs> um, that segment was actually pretty funny. I agree. I normally don't like DX's stuff, but that was At pretty least, funny. Yeah, the callbacks are amazing with those guys. So, uh, yeah, uh, we all saw this coming. What's it, isn't the first thing we saw? We said when we thought they'd bring out some old footage WWE is Katie Vick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, clearly. Isn't that probably the, the worst stuff they could have done? Other than I'm surprised they don't have Linda McMahon getting tombstoned on the ramp. Yeah, yeah. You hear that? Or Vince making out with Trish right in front of Linda. Yeah, and her slapping him and, uh, you know, all that crazy shit. Or her beating up JR. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> or, or getting stunned by Stone Cold Steve Austin. We could just make a best of Lenny McMahon. It needs to be a DVD. It'd only be about a half an hour, but it would be the best half an hour in your life. Okay. It will be more exciting than the Brandon Walker three disc best of. Brandon Nothing Walker. more yes. exciting than Brandon Walker's best of, sir. Brandon Walker. Brandon motherfucking Walker. So. <laughs> Well, on that note, I think we need to wrap this up, guys. Let me take a quick scan and see if there's anything else I wanted to mention. Um, fantasy! Yeah. Oh, fantasy football! How's, how's the it? hobo retention plan is was enacted and successfully uh, uh, accomplished. True, true. That's alright. The, one, the ones I won were a complete shocker anyway, so I didn't expect to beat you. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You, you, hey, that, that was looking rough during that Steelers game. True. That's true. But then the rest of my team played. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> one of the problems with having a full team of Steelers. It looks great on Sunday, and then everything fucking downhill. Never get your hopes up. I was I was hoping uh, I was watching the end of the Sunday night game. I was like, okay, I'm two points ahead of him, and I still have two people tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He's got somebody in this game. I'm crossing my fingers and seeing how this ends. I was yelling at the players that you had in your team not to make any moves. Yeah, and I knew one was sidelined for the rest of it. Mendenhall fucking brought it, brought it, brought, put it, put it down for me. Put it down for me. Yes, yes. good shit. How'd you, how'd you do this week, Mad Mike? Well, I have to. I have a I, question. I am for Mad calling Mike. shenanigans. He's got a question for Mad Mike. Hold on. I have a question for you, Mad Mike. Uh, What's that? I was I was curious uh, if air tastes different down here with the rest of us who have tasted defeat. I'm calling shenanigans. Tom Brady was replaced by a cyborg with snow tires. <laughs> I am calling shenanigans. Man, hey, you know... The hey, man threw six touchdowns. In snow. In dead snow. In snow against the Titans. <laughs> I have to remember the Titans because Tom Brady did not. No, no. Oh, wait, wait. I thought it was the Oilers. If it takes a near-perfect performance by Tom Brady to beat me, (laughs) then then I'd say I still have a pretty good fucking team. Because if Jay Cutler threw one more touchdown to Johnny Knox, I would have beaten, Ashley. And yes, I did the math. (laughs) I was praying for Cutler to not. WrestleFan is very excited that he dominated the all-great Chad the Shad. has been a little less than great this season. All-great, um, all it would be in quotation marks, okay? All-great. Um, and, of course, I got WrestleFan, or I, I got Riz next week. Mm-hmm. That should be a good match. Riz has a good team. Yeah, I got to do a little bit of rearranging, I think, still. But, uh, Mad Mike, I'd like to go ahead right now and congratulate you on your win this week. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. <laughs> Unless the Steelers, you know become complete golden gods, uh, I think you got me. Well, who are the Steelers playing? The 6-0 and Vikings. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Brett Favre for the Wolf. Congratulations to Mad Mike. 6-1! 6-1! Yeah. Lordy. Yeah. 
Hey, I'm, I just wish I got to play you on the week the Steelers had a bye, sir. <laughs> I, I, I also don't know. I already congratulated Riz on the win that week. Mm. I don't know if Lunchbox has noticed that uh, I actually voted for him to win on the uh, matchup pool last week. Was that you? Last week. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I was waiting for you to mention me. It's like, I was watching your Twitter for you to be like, who voted for me to win? That's awesome. What's going on here? And did you like that my, my hobo plan changed every time I... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember the word I used. <laughs> I <didn't see> that. <laughs> oh lordy, I got I got to do a little arranging. What little arranging I have because I have one player who's on a bye week this week. So <laughs> you're, you're actually gonna take the guy off? I might. I might do it. It was funny because um right before right before last week, WrestleFan messages me and he's like, "Dude, Mad Mike has five guys on a bye week, and I don't think he knows." <laughs> And then you changed him, and he was like, oh. Fuck, he saw! <laughs> oh, believe me. I know all, and I see all. I gotta say, Just because I was out till 4 a.m. on Saturday night and had to wake up at 9 a.m. Sunday morning doesn't mean that I'm not going to fucking change my fantasy team for total domination. I, I gotta say, I do blame PodCamp for being ripped apart the week before. I'm yeah. going to put that out there. Oh, fuck. No, no, I, I believe you. I, gotta, I believe you. I, fucking, I need a kicker. I, I do have to. I know we're having lots of fun over here with the Mayhem Fantasy League, but I have to read, read this quote from uh, that'schurch.com. Uh, 417 yards. Crap. Next year I'm drafting this beast to my fantasy football league. If I have to show boobs to do it, he's mine. I think I'm joining the uh, Sherman uh, Football League last, next year. Fuck yeah. I, I approve of that message. There you go. Uh, that'schurch.com. Uh, despite that, she is a very classical lady and a nice person. Well, of course. She said boob, not snatch, That's sir. Th- that is true also. That is all. That is true. That, of course, as, as uh, uh, Ginny Martinez, uh, the, the former pit girl. Oh, and congratulations to Berg Baby. Yes, Berg Baby wanted a crazy We pool. did it. Where's Very my close. pony? Very close. Where's my elephant? Where's my also pony? Yes. What do you think, Sword? Do you think I should drop Willie Parker? He seems to suck a lot. Well, I need a kick That's this what week. said. Hey, you want Jeff Reed? Maybe. Well, I just dropped Terrell Lowe and someone wants to pick his ass up. <laughs> mm. Alright, anyways, uh, guys, uh, well, here at the Wrestling Mayhem Show, we, we live on your fan interaction, and we want to tell you how to do that. Sword! What, what? Sword. We do Sword. wrestling, learn from wrestling this I'm week. Sword, learning things. Oh. I'm learning. I thought we did the learning first, and then the Well, plugging. I'm mixing it up. Alright, fair enough. So they remember. Okay. Fair enough. Then... They'll hold out. Good times. Understand how to do this. Good and times. Then we'll come back to it. Yeah. Snapvine. Snap no, don't, no, don't use Snapvine Snap anymore. Bag. Donut button. Donut button. I guess I have to take Snapvine off the MySpace page. Does anybody look at the MySpace page? Snapvine. That... Nobody Anyways, looks at MySpace anymore. If you want to leave a call, like those those nice people with their excellent opinions. Right to me, Stick Stickly, P.O. Box 963, New York City, New York State, 10108. Uh, 412-206. Church Road, Pittsburgh, minutes from the mall. <laughs> wow. Uh, 412-206-WMS0 for that voicemail. Or if you're Iron Sheik, call us back. Uh, or 412-206-9670. Please, uh, well, I guess... It- Podcast Awards nominations are done, so I should take that off this list here. But please yeah, I do want to say that was the legit Iron Sheik. 
Well, that that was the legitimate you have a iron goddamn sheet. Picture. Pictures will be up this week. Did, did, did I give you a login? Did you get a login? Uh, maybe. If I give you a login, <laughs> which I think I did, you need to post that on my Hampshire. Yes, sir. So that's what it's there oh, for. Oh, and I also sat in a DeLorean. I know I mentioned it before, but it was also awesome. via email email to wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Please go to iTunes, whatever other podcatcher, as the term is these days. Uh, please leave comments for us so other people know how awesome we are, other than our awesome. Well, actually, Mad Mike's awesome face in the middle of our logo on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, bitches. So we know uh, where the money's at right here. And seriously, this goddamn face. If you just want to email us the bullshit, we're cool with that too. And, and hook us up on Twitter at Mayhem Show on Twitter. We never talk about that. I'm adding that to the list now. And don't forget what wrestlers say on Twitter. That's W T W U T W R E S T L E R S S A Y. I was a little late on it this week, but uh, we'll, we'll get back with it. Um, well, you only picked the cream of the crop, sort. I only picked the cream of the crop when I was looking. Um, yes. Nothing beats the Kevin Nash uh, pee picture from like two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> was it artistic and disturbing at the same time? That was that was horrible. Of, uh, I still can't thing. erase that from my eyeballs. Coming out in my mouth right now. Um, also, the, the delicious, the Facebook, the MySpace, all that's linked right there. WrestlingMayhemShow.com on the right. And your links and everything for talk show and you stream to join us live or catch the archive feeds right there on the left, as well as the iTunes link. Or just search WrestlingMayhemShow.com or search WrestlingMayhemShow and you'll be surprised what shows up. Ned Mike? <laughs> you'll be surprised what pops up on the Mayhem exactly. Show. Uh, Matt and Mike, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? Ah, shit. Why'd you start with me? Um, let's see. What? Come back to me. Come back to me. I need to make it. I need to make it Come back. DJ Lunchbox. Come back to me. You... <laughs> DJ Sorg. Hey, Sorg, what'd you learn this week from wrestling? <laughs> I learned that Jamaicans are fake. Um... <laughs> no, no. no. Jamaicans see, are not fake. He says, come back to me. I, you're supposed to say, come back to me. Then we're yeah. at a stalemate? It's the scheme. It's the scheme. Damn it, Sorg. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. South Park has a wrestling episode this week. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, it, it apparently features at least the voices of Maria and John Cena, but I saw in the video Edge and Lita. And Triple H, I think? Triple H is in it, too? I, that's why I heard. I could be wrong. Also, uh, so, yeah, I, had, as far I as forgot. As I heard that today. Wrestling on those things is... Uh, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia has a wrestling episode coming up as well. Yes, and hopefully we get to see them as hosts. Mm-hmm. I, I did Ooh. actually check out The Gang Goes on a Trip this week. <laughs> Fucking awesome. I know dude, I'm a little behind, but... Dude, you gotta watch um, The Gang Gives Frank an Intervention. I watched that today. Funniest fucking shit ever. Yeah, <laughs> so fucking that. funny. That, so. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta find something here. Keep going. Oh, and I forgot. Um, In November, when Raw comes to the Garden, guess who might be hosting that? Hmm. You're hopefully soon to be World Series champion, New York Yankees. The entire Yankees? Well, not the entire team, but I think jo- the the names I heard were Johnny Damon and Derek Jeter. Okay. All right. So if that's the case, Mad Mike's going to Raw. <laughs> oh, Fantastic. and next week's guest host, that's piss me the up. fuck off. Hey, no, fuck you. Next week's I'm guest- so good turning left. Next week's guest hosts are brilliant. That is a money-making scheme. 
is. All right. There will be a lot of excited people. Kyle, Kyle Busch and Joey Logano. NASCAR racers. One of them's 19. Whatever. Whatever. Let's... I'll, I'll watch it. I, I won't be half so bad, but I'll watch it. Money, man. I made a little surprise. If and Chavo don't end up in a little Power Wheels race, I'm going to be greatly disappointed. That would be awesome. Man, Mike, what the fuck did you learn? Alright, I learned that the Iron Sheik may be old, may be senile, may need someone to tell him how to spell my name letter for letter, but he is still a very nice man, very good to his fans. And he is a night, a really just all-around cool guy. And he didn't curse once. Hmm. Excellent. Right, wait, don't you have a picture of him holding up the middle finger, though? Me? Yeah. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong no. thing. I didn't post any of my pictures yet, so... What the hell did I look at? I have no idea. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I have a picture of me holding a world title that says Iron Cheek on it, though. There you go. Nice. Uh, I learned that um, while SoCal Val will always have my heart, and while that other bitch, what's her name? Uh, she owns the thing. Dixie Carter. Dixie, Dixie Carter, Carter will also also always have my heart. Daphne may in fact eat your heart. <laughs> she will eat my heart. <laughs> she may in fact be my hardcore forever girl. Oh yeah. Because oh, oh yeah. go see Zombieland, kids. Zombieland, this. Speaking of Daphne, go see Zombieland. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, barbed wire table. That's foreplay if I've ever heard it. <laughs> so, Sean, what did you learn from wrestling this week? I, I thought you already heard mine, but um. Uh, well, no, I, I thought you were gonna do. I thought that was no, okay. He, so he, Jamaicans he are lies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm lost. I'm confused. Um, no, that, that that was basically it. That and and ECW is alive and well in TNA. Um, oh, and poor ECW is not on the second pay per view in a row for WWE. Yeah, yeah, that's saying something right there. I, I and what I talked about before. I think ECW's guys place is not on pay per view right now, but they're a good show if you follow it. So. Well, uh, this has been your Wrestling Mayhem show. We'll see you guys next week. Big thanks to The Passion, John Thorne, that was on earlier. Go check him out, AIWrestling.com. they got a show this Friday up there in Cleveland in uh, Strongsville, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I know I said it right earlier. Uh, DJ Lunchbox, where you at? You can catch me over at ThoughtfulRiot.com. I currently have a uh, fantastic little bit of business going on with Miss Rachel Sager, Rachel Arnold Sager, and her 52ills.com. And uh, so soon to be, thank you. Uh, I got it. Some very kind words from Pit Girl today. Or, I'm sorry, Jane Pitt. Um, and uh, again, once I can do things with my life, I will have the interview from I Fight Dragons up soon from iFightDragons.com. The long awaited I Fight the Dragons. The long awaited I Fight Dragons interview. Man, check- Mike! Yo! Oh, did you have more? Uh, I was just going to say, oh. check them out at iFightDragons.com. Follow them on Twitter. Where, where are you at? I am at uh, Mad at Mad Mike four eight eight three on Twitter, which is where you can find me during baseball postseason. But as soon as the Yankees win the World Series, which should be in about a week and a half, I am at WhiteVanWithCandy.blogspot.com. I'll probably never explain that name. 
and you can check me out at sorgatron.com. Links to everything going on. I got a nice little post about I think about the recent cell phone wars. Also uh, a video there over in 12 seconds of meat with chickens. <laughs> Lots of fun. And oh, hey, I didn't tell you guys. I met Heinz Ward on Friday night. Uh, shook his hand. Very nice YouTube. fellow. There's a picture. There's a, actually something over on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash SPS Juggalo uh, of uh, Big Daddy shit after he met. Uh, Heinz Ward was pretty entertaining. So uh, does that mean you're taking entire credit for the Steelers' victory? Yep, yep, my good, my good. <laughs> Which kind of sucks because all that did was give uh, the hobo some points. Uh, well, you know, you should you should like try and find him again before they go into the big bubble stubble dome next week. And yes, that's what I'm calling it because the Twins are no longer playing there and only Mr. Grizzle Brett Favre is. Anyways, also check out westernpajolos.com because it is getting closed down. And I am doing a line of posts. Uh, uh, took the idea from uh, Mr. Mike Wojcik at haveagoodsandwich.com. That is no longer, of course, uh, doing the countdown thing, recapping the last eight years I've been running that site. And, um, it's a final countdown. <laughs> Uh, hope, hoping to get some feedback from all the jugglers out there that have been involved with it for the last eight years. Eight years. Who can say they've run a website for eight years? Sorgatron can. This guy right here. And he's, and he's killing it. I'm killing my kid. Killing my baby. So. I think it was funny that Lunchbox and I had the same exact joke coming up. <laughs> well, guys, this has been Wrestling Mayhem Show 190. We'll see you guys next week where we'll have much more fun and exciting and special guests, maybe. Wink. Wink. Wink, wink. Wink, guys, wink to the camera. The hammer breaking the fourth feet. wall. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it's, it's, there's just one wall, really, right there. And we're looking at them. So, I mean... There, there are four. Well, that's incorrect. No, that is not correct. It is the one, the only. Hey, everybody, we just offended. We're sorry. Lighten the fuck up. It's the internet. Thanks to all our fans out there. We really appreciate you listening. Now go and fucking tell some more people about us, huh? We'd like to thank yeah. the very fine people at Talk Shoe for helping you so many of our fans get their wrestling around. mayhem fix. That's right, TalkShoe.com. Go check us out on the website, yeah, chat with us live, find out what our next show is, because we know you want some more. All over the, place, like the Wrestling Mayhem Show was recorded live in front of no studio audience in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and it is a joint venture of WPAJ Radio and WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Good night, Michelle. For you and boy, did we do it. We motherfucking fixed the internet. It's time. We fixed that shit. We fixed the motherfucking internet. It was broken, and the Wrestling Mayhem Show fixed it. All you gotta do is go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com, set that shit as your homepage. We do not fuck around. I will have you know, the hammer is my penis. I'm in New York, New York. Concrete jungles where dreams are made of. There's nothing you can't do. Let's hear it from New York. What's up, motherfuckers? It's Mad Goddamn Mike. I am staggering home from my day of awesome and epic. Uh, just to quickly sum up, because I know I don't have much time on here. Fishbowls. Karaoke. I'm cheek. DeLorean, hot girls in superhero costumes, uh, 
And, oh yeah, one more thing. In the bottom of the 13th inning, Yankees win! And that's all I've got to say about that. Peace, bitches.